Welcome to the dark future. Welcome to Red Sky City. I'm tormented by gnomes. I'll be your game master today. And joining us, we've got Ren J. Gray from Artalsorian Games, Rachel Seltzer, and hello Kelly Link. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us today. Woo! Good you know, to see you. It's considered really bad host etiquette to say hello to everybody and then say how are oh, we mate. doing so they all have to trip over each other, which is I do why it all I... the time. Yeah, all I do it all the time. time. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, literally my you, job not to. Some of you are actually professional hosts. You know, it's one of the job duties of a GM. But you think after three seasons, I would, uh, I get the hang of this. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited for phase three. So you know, let's do this actually properly. Uh, welcome back, Bren. Good to have you with us. Do you have running water? Yep, I've got running water. We got. I actually, our situation was one of the better ones. We only had no running water for three days, but oh uh, yeah, that was. That's one of the better <laughs> situations. Yeah, it wasn't fun, but we're okay now. And now I've just been catching up on the wheel of time. I've just been reading more. Excellent. So, yeah, All right. That's All what right. I've been doing with my time. Excellent. Trying to you know, it... and reading. <laughs> I know we make a lot of jokes about. Uh, this particular game property being more truth than fiction, but oh, it wasn't that bad. We only lost water for three days due to, you know, bizarre climatological patterns. It's not a big <laughs> deal. I'm the lucky one. Yeah. Um, welcome back, Jay Gray. Good to have you with us. How are things going on your end? Well, first of all, I want to say, Brendan, I'm going to spoil it for you. In real time, people spend a lot of time being miserable. So, mm. forward to that. Wow, spoilers. Yeah, I'm getting to that yeah. point, I think. <laughs> In the book. Uh, or in the books. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm excited to be back here with all you wonderful people um, and uh, to be playing this game uh, with with uh, just insanity. Uh, I was just saying uh, <laughs> before the thing started that I am only about halfway through the last episode, so I don't know what happens. I'm looking forward to authentically playing that ignorance. Spoiler, we live. Yeah. Oh, at, you know, at, at least me and Jarex. Oh, there you go. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to talk? What have you got? What have you got in store for us, Joe? No, I'm just saying the absolute ludicrousness of what you pulled at the end of the last oh, yeah. episode is still blowing my mind. Like, that was absurd. Uh, that's um, one of the great things about cyberpunk, though, as a universe is it, it. You know, it's dark and grim and gritty, and it, everyone's miserable, and and the, the rich have everything, and the poor have nothing. And if you're not rich or poor, there's no middle ground. But it's also a room for incredible absurdity because if you're not laughing, you're crying. And we all know what tears of a clown are like. They're nitroglycerin. Oh my god. <laughs> we Just did taking turn, notes. More notes. We turned the end episode into a Marvel film. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> we turned it on its head at the end. It was very fun. Like, I, I was expecting the bad Mass Effect 2 ending, and they got the good Mass Effect 2 ending. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, Rachel, welcome back to the show. How are things going for you? Oh, it's good to be here. I'm, I'm adrift in a never-ending sea of sameness, but the show started, so my Wednesdays <laughs> are back on the map, and thank you for that landmark. You know, I did not realize I've had so much trouble focusing, performing basic household tasks and such, and I realized that for the last few weeks, none of my shows or games have been going on. And I, We're I think unmoored, it's, dude. Yeah, we I think this. it's that that like framework of you know time having meaning that I've been missing. Yeah, there's a real like um, umami to it. Like I appreciate there being like 
<laughs> reason. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going crazy. Good to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Anyway, Kelly, how you been? Mm, that umami flavor. Uh, I don't think I have that same experience going on, <laughs> but I will say I am super excited to be on this show. I now have like the start of my week is this incredible block of tabletop gaming. On Mondays, I get to play in a game that's DM'd by the incredible Alex Parrish. Tuesdays, I get to now be here. I get to DM my own game. And then Woo! Wednesdays, I get to now be here a part of this. So that's, I, I don't know any what, like maybe I just should fill my entire week with tabletop gaming now. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's Alex the, the is dream. a DM. <laughs> the dream for some people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Escapism. <laughs> It was a point like when I first met my wife that I had three or four games every single week. Um, and then, you know, that obviously had to get toned down. <laughs> then it became my job and then it became content. And now we've just wound it right back up to a very happy place. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go ahead and get started. It's the beginning of phase three. Uh, if you're just joining us, you're probably going to be very confused, but I'm very glad to have you nonetheless. Tonight's adventure begins on the Pacific Ocean. The sun is hidden behind angry storm clouds that are just vomiting out slightly mildly toxic. It's not eating your flesh, but, you know, it, it's not exactly nice, pure, clean rainwater. The waves are getting higher and higher, at least 20 feet tall in places as the ocean rages. And mixed in with the water are old chemical slicks and wreckage and piles of floating garbage that dates back to the Fourth Corporate War 20 years ago. And as the storm echoes across the wide horizons and unseen lightning sends cascades of thunder down, a speedboat arcs over the top of a wave and comes crashing back down. Everybody on board barely clinging on for dear life. And that is when we are reintroduced to our heroes. Uh, Bren, why don't you go ahead and describe Jerax and say what the hell is he doing on the speedboat as he tries not to die? Yeah, Jerax is a, he's a quirky guy. That's how I describe him. He's got long hair, he wears a lab coat, he's got the cargo pants going on two cybernetic arms he wears these weird sunglasses that he found thrifting one day except he doesn't tell people he found them thrifting you know he wants people to think they're designer um and then uh he's on this speedboat because they just pulled off um he's you know he's pretty pumped honestly but also slightly confused because they just pulled off this sick mission going to an arasaka research vessel stranded off into the middle of the ocean they blew up a rogue ai in the basement of the boat they managed to save a bunch of virtual minds, which he was very kind of like split between. I mean, it's the whole internal dilemma with Jarek's character, you know, considering, uh, I mean, he wants to believe that they're real people and they can be saved because of reasons to do with his brother. I'm going to get into it. Very complicated. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's feeling pretty pumped. They just pulled off this mission, him and Monarch. And then suddenly Monarch and Jim just got airlifted out of the boat. <laughs> And they're not, they're not to be found. And now, now I'm riding on, a, on the storm waves and I'm holding this 300-pound canister filled with something. He doesn't know what, databases, spreadsheets? Uh, he, he doesn't know. And uh, yeah, now we're riding, riding in the sea, I suppose. All right. 
Captaining this vessel is an expert in such matters and uh, in surviving the incredibly perilous open oceans. Jay, why don't you describe to us your character? What does he look like? What does he look like, and how is he handling the storm? Well, uh, Father Graceland uh, is—he's uh, a, a fairly typical, normal-looking guy. Uh, average height, average build, a little balding on top, uh, wearing a. Uh, a white leather coat over a black shirt with a high collar, uh, a little white square right in front. If you look really closely at the white square, you'll see is bedazzled uh, as if done with a uh, 90s uh, buy from TV uh, a toy uh, with white <laughs> with shining rhinestones. Uh, and he is currently uh, looking a little more serious perhaps than you have seen him in the past because in addition to having the boat plugged, into his head. Uh, he is also um, got his hands on uh, the control stick. And uh, so, so Joseph, I need to know, would you say that at this moment, the tiny ship was tossed and it's up to the courage, the fearless crew? To Absolutely. Keep it from being lost? Absolutely. Okay. How long was this mission uh, supposed to last? I forget. Three, yeah, it definitely, uh, <laughs> it's probably a little bit more than a three hour tour at this point. A three hour uh, tour. You have and, to say uh, that. It's, I do. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. I just I want to be careful. I don't want to demonetize the YouTube right, eventually sorry. YouTube stream. Um, I know the rules. I know that YouTube doesn't like music. If you hum it, they will still demonetize us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he is quite serious. Actually, uh, he has um, he has Natalie in the co-pilot seat because she's the only person he's met on the group has shown any aptitude for vehicles. And he has her running uh, 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 co-pilot, uh, keeping an eye on the instruments to make sure that, you know, we are not taking so much water that will sink, that we know where the next wave's coming from, and so forth. All right. Natalie, didn't you, did you recently spend some points in air vehicles or water vehicles? You know, thanks to the wonderful sea captain coaching of Father Graceland, I have actually acquired two points in pilot sea vehicle under his tutelage. At some point, you're going to multi-roll into Nomad. I, I, I have foreseen it. <laughs> you know, the nice thing I also have Nomad, one in pilot air vehicle. <laughs> the, the nice thing about Nomad is you add your Nomad roll ability rank to all your piloting and driving checks. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I actually, because we made these characters with a screwy version of the rules, because it was a while ago, I think Natalie started with two points in the exec special ability instead of four. And you're maybe up to three now. So if you if you were to multi-roll, it'd be really cheap, all things considered. Yeah, you know, we really have to see how the climbing of the corporate ladder goes. I mean, I'm in, like, is... a lovely corporate housing right now. I got my assistant. But there is a chance we're going to break and run. I just have to build up some cash. <laughs> we'll see how things go down. Last but not least, uh, Kelly, why don't you tell us about the Frizz and how she's handling the storm? Well, you might know her as the Frizz in Net Space, a cute little iguana that happens to be an educational, informative source for the masses, those that like to learn important things like hacking into systems and stealing money and, you know, saving the world, stopping nuclear bombs, all the important things that everyone essentially should know now. But uh, 
to, to everyone else, she's Elizabeth Frizzle. She's uh, a bit happy, very excited just to learn and obtain any kind of new information. Um, and sometimes she may or may not like kids, which is it seems an interesting choice to go into education. But yeah, she's definitely got her shoes. Just to go go a little further into like the like kids. Like you're talking like just generally being around children in the capacity. Yeah, of a no, teacher, she right? is yeah. just disgusted by it in general. That's why she really <laughs> likes doing the online teaching, so she doesn't actually have to be like in front of them. It's all virtual. Yeah, exactly. There's at least one famous performer who like just did a kids show all their life, but actually couldn't stand being around kids. Or maybe it was Doctor Seuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe Doctor Seuss too. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I think Dr. Seuss liked kids. I don't think Bozo the Clown did, though. Oh. That's let's horrifying. Not, let's not go there on this show. Oh. All right. So, previously, the Monarch and Jim Fingers, after completing this mission, coming across a huge cache of information about Arasaka, uh, about the research in the bunker, they rallied with some of the, the rest of Father Graceland's nomad family and arranged a very hefty, sizable payment to get airlifted out on a mission of their own to act on some of the information that our heroes have gained before it's too late. Take advantage of it in this brief window of opportunity. So I'm sure that we will cross paths with them again, but for the time being, they are beelining it. However, the vehicle that they got was not equipped to handle the three, four hundred pound metal capsule that you extracted from the ship. So between impact waves, as you're getting battered around, keeping a wary eye out for semi-autonomous mines and other dangerous threats, uh, is anybody going to bring the Frizz or Father Graceland up to speed on what just happened on the rapidly sinking ship you've left behind? Um, this ship has been afloat, rusting in the ocean for 50 years, and you guys sink it in five hours. How did that happen? Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. All um, right, you know what? I trust you. There's something about the sound of your voice that makes you sound believable, so I, yeah. Sure. It's the accent. <laughs> yeah. I'm relatively certain that, uh, that people from the UK are genetically incapable of lying. I yep. remember hearing about that. Very true. And confirmed. Yeah, Natalie and uh, Jonah really got beat up, so Natalie's like at half health, just like miserably co-piloting the boat, just not speaking to anyone. <laughs> Jonah, I would imagine though, experiencing like this level of trauma might want to share what happened from his perspective. But again, we weren't there for the final action. That was a Jarak situation. I, yeah, Jerex would want to tell as many people as possible. Actually, he's a bit of a yeah, narcissist. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, he wants he wants the street cred. Okay, Jerex would tell everybody what. <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd be thinking on it. He was like, "Ah, should I lie?" I was like, "Well, actually, no. I I may have had something to do with the boat sinking. You know, you, me you, and Monarch. You, yeah. You, you want you, you want to let everybody know, far and wide, that you just sunk millions and millions of dollars worth of Arasaka property." Well, <laughs> when, when you put it like that, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm just thinking, hmm, 
what is to gain? I'm already in very deep shit with a lot of people. Well, there you nah, go. It was a cool. What have, I mean, I think the police are after me because um, of one reason or another. There's I, there's some enemies of my family back in the UK. I'm Jarex is just a walking. He's a walking casket at this point. I don't know. He's just he's just trying to he's taking things off the bucket list. One of them was like, okay, kill a rogue AI, which is one of the things that he did, by the way, you know. And he, I think he would start just spilling while everybody's trying to dodge and weave out the way of debris and trying to get us out of here alive. He's like, and then me and Monarch traveled through the depths and bowels and guts of the ship, soaring our way through debris, sneaking past the AI, and with one fight, and he's telling this entire story, and he's completely exaggerating all the details, saying how, like, they had, like, one bullet in the pistol chamber left, and they had to fire it precisely at the camera to shoot off the AI and <laughs> blind it, and they were like, they were like, the rocket launcher was just didn't work because of the salt water, so they had to, like, manually arm the rockets and lobbed them in and that's how they destroyed the ai and then they had to run upstairs and then they deadlifted the 300 pound thing that are holding here and that's and, then, and now we're here and he's just really embellishing the whole tale um and as well you know he's saying i i, I we got to go back as well for the arasaka people who are trapped in the boat uh, we have to go back at some point Natalie was like nodding along and like trying to just be like, yeah, all that. Very true. Very true. And then when you start going on about the Arasaka people, she's like, no, nope, no, no, they're dead. Nope. <laughs> no, they can be saved. They can mm -hmm. be saved. We will. I will go back to save them. Wait, yeah. the mm -hmm. people that are on the sinking ship right now? Yeah, People. Define people. They're, they're people. They're people. But they're just virtual at the moment. Uh, but I will save them at one point. At some point. I don't know when, but I will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was you tapping me on that? Yeah. You're going to save them. You're definitely yeah, going to okay. save I them will. one day. Yeah. Will they don't even experience normal. time. Just come back. I need you to sit down and strap in because uh, we're about to hit another one of those waves. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like four point safety harness, like straps that you didn't even know were on your boat are locking me in. <laughs> <laughs> also, huge safety vest. What color? Uh, neon orange. Just the safest of safe. That tracks. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Father Graceland, roll a sea vehicle uh, pilot uh, drive. Which, where is it? It's not drive. It's not sea vehicle. It is, it is a pilot sea vehicle, Thank which you. I will gladly roll. Which is at a, a big old large number. Holy yeah, smoke. with a twenty-eight total. Yep. Nomads. Alright. As another huge wave crests over the top, you manage to go sailing off of it. The ship catches a little bit of air, which under normal circumstances is not advisable. Uh, but this is not your first rodeo, and you're able to skate across it without too much difficulty. Uh, you can hear a radio, somebody trying to call in on the on the VHF frequency that the Thalos Nation uses, but it's still too staticky. Either there's interference, they're out of range, or, you know, salt water in the works. You're not sure which of those. I would like... All right, so you crest over that wave, no difficulty, no problem. But as you do, you hit the next wave with a good amount of force. Mm-hmm. Does Natalie, do you have sea vehicle tech or just drive sea vehicle? Pilot sea, uh, sea vehicles. Only pilot sea vehicle. I have land vehicle tech and basic tech. Okay. 
does your neural interface, Father Graceland, allow you to pilot the vehicle and do repairs or man or maintenance at the same time, or would you need somebody else to take over in that case? Um, as long as I don't have to do any special maneuvers, yes, mm -hmm. because uh, technically speaking, the boat will move in the direction I say it is. Uh, mm -hmm. It would be pretty difficult to do it like this. Okay. But uh, right. what's what's what what's my baby telling me? What, what is the peanut butter banana sandwiches telling me? After that last hit, the engine is just sort of feeling off. It's difficult for anyone else to tell because you know there's the ship is already shaking from so many other factors. But for you, just the hum as it's climbing the next wave and the way that it's digging into the water doesn't feel quite right. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm gonna uh, unplug. Mm -hmm and say uh turn to natalie and say you're you've got the helm drive safe I got the, and the, i'm the, gonna make my way the, to the back of the boat where the engine is because uh nothing matters if we don't have the power to get through these waves oh i thought you were gonna say nothing matters because we're dead anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's way better that is the only circumstance you should hand the piloting of the boat over to me sir are you coming yep. back oh yeah. I imagine this boat is just like. <laughs> oh, you muted, uh, Joe. Everyone gains one IP. Uh, no, precisely <laughs> like that. Headphones falling off and everything. So, I am gonna ask Natalie to roll a pilot sea vehicles check for starters. She looks up and she locks eyes with Jonah, who is very seasick, and then she looks back down at the steering wheel. She rolls. Holy smokes. <gasps> I'm doing this for you, baby. I don't want you to be sick. Oh, poor Tony. He doesn't feel so good. The DM is getting flashbacks to the end of the last game. Not like this. <laughs> Jonah clings onto the side. I'm, I'm sure you've got this, boss. And then as another huge wave uh, hits from a slightly different direction, threatening to... You, know, you always want to be going into the waves. You don't want the waves to be coming at you from the side. That's bad. That's how you get water in the boat, and the wrong side of the boat is on the wrong side of the water, and bad things happen. Another. But as that comes around, you're able to adjust just in time. You go sailing over, and you notice as you're going up and down the next wave, uh, could I get perception checks from the Frizz and from Jerex? Yes. Holy moly. Okay. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> the, poor, the, the, the weird AI of the of the uh, Roll20 uh, randomizer is in our favor tonight. Yeah, pseudo RNG. The, the Jay, the end, just right. The end of Phase 2 was the greatest run of pseudo RNG I've seen in my life. <laughs> they literally, it, it, it was like... Um, at the end of 2077, there's a secret ending that is the most difficult. And if you, you know, there's, it's got some pretty heavy consequences to it. You can't reload if you die. Like, that's supposed to be the toughest ending, right? They chose that. And then just crit after crit after crit after crit. It was unbelievable. Oh, this is, this is why when I play online, I make people use real dice. Y you know, <laughs> I thought about it. Um... <laughs> But like, I, I gave him one of those difficult moral choices. Do you do this thing or this thing? Either way, something awful is going to happen. They're like, okay, but what if we just, you know, 
killed everything instead. <laughs> Telling you, Marvel movie. I'm problem solvers. I don't, I don't yeah. know what you want here. Oh, Joe, you need that's two points. Oh, okay, we're off to a fantastic start here. <laughs> As you look over the side of the ship, Frizz, you... Jarex, you notice shapes in the water. Mm. And Frizz, your uh, your Netrunner's senses are tingling. Sort of some... Not only do you see a few pieces, but on your, you know, just your interface scanning for local network activity starts to pick up a little bit. Exactly... Yeah, yeah, your Wi-Fi signal's going off as you see a sinister shape. Two sinister shapes in the water. Yes, uh, Ian, if you wouldn't mind with presenting us with Exhibit oh A. Oh, my God. <laughs> I see the budget has gone up this season. <laughs> Is that so, a laser dolphin? A, a little background on this. I, yeah, please. Did, I did some research before the show on the actual cybernetically enhanced dolphins and how they were used in the fourth corporate war. But sometimes when your art department comes up with something, you have to say, I guess that's canon now because, <laughs> you know, most of the uh, OTEC cybernetic dolphins were, pro were designed to look exactly like normal dolphins and were part of a surveillance networks, but some of them got Johnny Silverhand's arms attached to them so that they could shoot you with a harpoon. So that's, that's the world we live in now. Wow. No wonder nobody goes in the ocean anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Wow. Cresting through the waves on the port and starboard side... As you navigate through the mess, you see two cybernetically enhanced dolphins. You just catch them for a brief moment before they slip back beneath the waves and the muck. Oh boy. What would you like to do? Uh, oh, Father Graceland, as you're managing the engine over in the back, let's move everyone around in the ship a little bit. Give me a Sea uh, Vehicles tech check, please. Oh yeah, yeah. See, see vehicle tech. And five to eighteen. Alright. It's not any real big deal. The last impact, you know, knocked things around a little bit. In order to make a full repair, you probably ought to bring it to a complete stop, but you can whack it into place for the time being. Any other major shocks to to the engine or or the system could knock it loose again if you don't bring it to again, bring it to a stop for a repair. But you, gotcha. you can get it back in for the time being. So yeah, Father Graceland goes back to the back of the boat, looks at the engine, considers the problem carefully, slams it a few times with a wrench. Um, the sound evens out. He nods. That's my girl. <laughs> Does she have a name? Peanut butter and banana sandwiches. All right. It's an older reference, sir, but it checks out. I was just about to clear yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, lo loving, lovingly painted on the back of the boat, uh, making it a target for, for cyber dolphins everywhere. <laughs> they love peanut butter and banana sandwiches. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're going a little pink mo mohawk here. So what would the crew like to do? The first people who saw this noticed this were Jerax and the frizz. So action is on the two of you. 
to make a decision. So um, I do want to point out at this point, the uh, the top is up because this mm -hmm. boat does have armor um, and that armor is supposed to be all around. But uh, there is also a gun sticking out of the back. So sure. is, what is it, like a rail gun? Yeah. Read that? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. A rail gun, you say? Yeah. Yes. You know what? Let's just go ahead and make our lives easier. Stretch that out a little bit. Okay. So the uh, the top is up. The armor is surrounding on all sides. There's trash and cybernetic dolphins with arms approaching from off either side. What would you like to do? Um, I guess I'm gonna like hit my cyber deck and be like, "That's a little weird." It says that there's a a, a net space hotspot around my area. Where is that coming from? Uh, do I have wireless net space connection? Probably. Like, is that a thing? Yeah. So under normal circumstances in Cyberpunk Red, you can access local infrastructure, network infrastructure remotely as long as you're within six meters. That being said, I believe a lot of the fourth corporate war stuff was not designed that way, where you had to have a hardline connection, especially if it was designed for warfare. They did not, you know, they would try to air gap it. When the crew was on the ship in our last adventure, they had to hardline almost any time they wanted to do anything. They had to physically connect to it. Yeah, and I'm not even like that close to any of the dolphins. So mm -hmm. uh, I guess I'm just going to smile and be like, this is going to be exciting. And that's, Okay, yeah. kids, it's time to learn about ecological warfare. Uh, yeah, I would, I would also let everybody know, by mm -hmm. muttering under my breath, I knew it, they would come for me one day. Are you talking about the dolphins? It's only a matter of time. Wait, the, the, the dolphins? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, no. The, oh, yeah, no. I knew that. Uh, yeah, and then I would shout dolphins on port and starboard and look around oh. to see if anybody was impressed oh, yeah. by my pretty Yeah, I'm genuinely impressed. Uh -huh. Do you know which one's which? I think the port is on the left. Ah! When you say dolphins, mm. Natalie's like, ooh, like she thinks they're real dolphins and she's excited to see animals. They are, are real you gonna... dolphins. <laughs> so she's low-key excited. She hasn't seen the arms. Are they real dolphins? Well, what is real? That's a very pertinent they're, question. They're yeah. meat dolphins, right? Like... Are, they meat, are they meat organic dolphins that have been souped up with the arms? Beyond dolphin. Maybe I can well, harvest them for their cybernetics. Under normal circumstances, the expert on this style of warfare and this sort of threat would be Father Graceland. I, I, I rather suspect he's not familiar with this specific model, but, you know, Otek and, and Sienna know got up to a lot of different projects during the war. Not all of them really took off. I thought you were going to be like, he doesn't know this dolphin in particular. And I was like, he may have a relationship with other so, cyber dolphins. So, the, the dolphins coming as dolphins. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Someone man the gun. Anybody has weapons, get them out. We're in a lot of trouble. Natalie's holding the steering wheel. Like, wait, wait, what do you, what do you want me to do? I have Can a question. Can you say the Father. gun? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, I don't, want to be, I don't want to interrupt people, you know, I just don't want to be polite here, despite the fact they're in a life or death situation. If we, if we kill the dolphins, 
Could, do, could we bring them on board? Eat. No. So no. I, I look at my speedboat, which currently has what one, two, three, four, five people and a six, what three hundred pound canister on it. Mm -hmm. You gonna put it in your lap, son? Sure. So I did a little research before the episode because I was like, <laughs> oh, no. all right, I've been informed, you know, last time that we had Father Graceland, I was informed that cybernetically enhanced war dolphins were a thing. But then I was like, what's the average lifespan of a dolphin? Because if you're going to still have cyber dolphins running around 22 years after the fourth corporate war, you know, these are some crusty veteran old dolphins, uh, unless somebody's <laughs> making new ones. So I determined that the dolphin, one, obviously there's some genetic manipulation going on to give them enhanced lifespan, aggression, other stuff like that. But two, the striped dolphin can live up to 60 years. So I said, great, that's going to be my candidate. And they're like eight feet long or so. Oh my God. So oh my you're going to hold it on your lap, son? I don't realize dolphins. <laughs> I mean, I just want the cybernetics. You're just gonna drive by and rip its arm off or something? Like, <laughs> I mean, we might. Yeah, I mean. And with like 20 up. foot, you know, cresting waves, let's just perform some quick cyber surgery on these eight <laughs> foot long dolphins. No big. Old ass cyber dolphins. Are they like. Are they coming at us like aggressively? It looks like they are aiming towards us. You caught them for a brief moment. You, you mm. witness them for a brief moment. Uh, they do appear to be armed in multiple senses of the word, <laughs> and they do appear to be in a flanking pattern. I mean, we can't really hit them from this angle with a lot of our guns, right? Because we've got the top up. Do we have to wait until we're further forward? That would be up to the ship's captain as to how the, uh, the armored hole works the ship mm. does have a mounted gun which again father graceland can instruct you in the use of but as for the use of your own individual shoulder or hand mm. arms again the functionality of the armored shells up to father graceland it's like an old cadillac you can roll down the windows oh okay I'll, i would I, I would take pot shots if if i could despite the fact that the distance is mm. unrealistic <laughs> it's 56 meters yeah no i mean it's uh, I don't even know what that is on the chart. What have I got to roll for that? That's oh, like, oh. Uh, I found it here with my rifle. It's like, holy, okay. I got to roll. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. I got to roll a 15. Yeah, this is actually, you know, I, I know in tabletop, it seems like a long distance, but for the actual weapons involved, it's pretty standard engagement range. Yeah. Are we, shall, shall I just roll? We're not going for initiative. We are going to go for initiative. So Jerax okay. grabs his uh, assault rifle and starts, you know, rolling down the windows. <laughs> let's let's figure out where everybody is. Father Graceland, are you navigating, gunning, or what? If I can get back to the front of the boat, I will. I will plug back in and pilot. All right. Natalie happily releases the steering wheel and runs away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just right, imagine to where? Jerax rolling down the window really fast <laughs> when this is going. Yeah, oh, she runs um, to the window because she wants to see the dolphins. Yeah, Did we establish that they're laser ones yet? Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Generally speaking, I'm at the top of the initiative order. I don't even have to roll because well, I'm in control of the vehicle. Yes, that is what happens. Yet another reason to specialize in vehicular manslaughter. Yes. All right, uh, Natalie, go ahead and roll for initiative for yourself and for Jonah, if you don't mind. 
Yes, sir. I'm trying to, I have to click his little circle too, right? Mm. Yeah, shift, double click him. It'll open up his character sheet. Click on him when you click the button. Yeah. We'll go from there. Boom. Okay. And last but not least, weapon... <laughs> weaponized dolphins. It's fast. That, that's not legal. <laughs> I was going to go with an Echo the Dolphin reference, but that is also acceptable. Yeah. You sounded wow. so scared. There comes Flipper. Flipper. <laughs> the scene in the horror movie where you're sitting there like... The little creepy kid is sitting in the boat singing to themselves as this, you know, terror dolphin slowly emerges before our heroes have discovered what the monster is. Natalie, this is your next TV show. Yeah. With, <laughs> with Willie already freed. <laughs> the, the climate here is wrong for orcas, otherwise I would have thrown one of those at you. Uh, oh, good! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad we're, we're sticking to reality so closely. Exactly, yeah. This is a serious, gritty campaign. We have standards. All right, uh, Father Graceland, you are up first. What would you like to do? Um, I am going to focus on getting the hell out of there, so mm -hmm. I'm going to do me a double move. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I do not know how well moving the boat, because that looks like a lot of pieces to move. I don't know how you want to do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take care of that. So... There are numerous obstacles in the way. You're near the outer fringes of the Great Pacific garbage patch. So well, it's going to be a little bit tricky to navigate. Is the best way okay. to handle this simply to make a roll or to perform a maneuver? Yeah, I would say, okay, what I'll do is I'll do a move and a maneuver uh, to move around, to juke around the trash as it comes. All right. The move is free, and then the maneuver has a check involved. Yeah, 20, 28. All right. I, I, yeah. I, I got the throttle up. Um, mm -hmm. Let me remind myself what I have in my boat. Normal move speed for this vehicle. Normal combat speed is twenty. Yeah. For a for an unmodded version. Yeah. Uh, this boat is. I think I went heavy with the. I got the extra seating, and the uh, mm -hmm. the gun and the armor and the, uh, the extra chassis. Mm -hmm. So it's it could take some hits. Survivability. I respect it. Yeah. Alright, so you avoid the garbage patch. Not a problem. Juke around it. You do have to slow down a little bit to avoid plowing through it. Now, with the extra hull, it's possible you could survive, you know, grinding through the stuff. It all depends on the, the actual density and contents of each garbage patch, which is a slight mystery. Mm. Alright. After you... It's time for weaponized dolphins. The port dolphin is oh. going to go on an intercept course. God, it's intelligent. Yeah, dolphins are highly intelligent. They're probably one, along with octopi, they're some of the more intelligent Earth species. Hmm. All right. This one is going to just double move in order to try to keep pace. It is very fast in the water. Its move speed is approximately half the boat. So if you are unable to double move because you're maneuvering through the trash, it's able to keep pace. Oh, goodness. Yeah. That is the port dolphin. The 
start almost at the aft dolphin, but you haven't moved that far yet. The, aft, the starboard dolphin does not have a move yet. Natalie, you are up. What are you operating? What are you up to? Uh, Natalie hurried to the window because she wanted to see dolphins, but then she saw Jerax pulling out a gun, realized these are probably not the kind of dolphins that she always <laughs> wanted to see since she was a little girl. And so she's also going to... Uh, let's see. There, we're a little bit far for handguns, but there's a roof on this, so does that make it tougher? Like, I, if I throw grenades, do I have to aim them out a window, or can I, like, lean out the window and <laughs> shuck them? Like, where is my check there? Uh, you... So you can definitely lean out the window to throw it. That being said, this ship is, like, climbing up waves and cresting down them in very high seas and such, so... If anything goes wrong with the ship or the navigation, there's a chance you could go overboard or something similarly unpleasant could happen. Hmm. If you're leaning there, all the way out. Is there an open air area that I could go and still be sort of secure? Again, like, that I leave to the owner. Uh, I mean, there's got to be the, 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 uh, the gun, the, the rail gun in the back can't be surrounded by armor or else it wouldn't be able to fire, right? True. I don't trust myself to throw over your fine craft, though. Um, but I will note that for the future. <laughs> um, Alright, yeah, I guess I'll lean out the, the area, the open window closest to the dolphin, and I'm gonna try and chuck a grenade. Alright, nice. as Chad is pointing out, you do have a bright orange life jacket, so if you fall in the water, I'm sure nothing bad will happen. I'm not going in the water, guys! <laughs> <laughs> so you say. Roll an athletics check. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going in the water, guys. And this image of Natalie leaning over the, out, out the window of the boat with Jonah grabbing her by her belt. <laughs> yeah, Jonah gets an assist on this, right? He's not going to let me die. Uh, if he went first, he could do a complimentary action to give you a boost on it. Uh, he didn't. Uh, you know, I'll just, well, I always have to tap back and like check your face before I make this decision. But like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, grenade launcher. Uh... Well, I mean, this is something that you can basically know for free because it's just in the rules and you're not trying to beat the dolphins. Check, you're just trying to hit a target. So you're throwing it out a good 22 meters. So you need a 15 to hit that. And okay. the, the high seas and cresting waves adds another plus one to the difficulty. You need a 16 to hit that. You know what? Here's... What we're gonna do, we're just gonna spend it. We're gonna spend it. We're gonna spend the four luck to make it. All right. Because oh, I don't Lord. want you having to bounce back into the boat. <laughs> that's that's fair. You chuck a grenade, it goes flying out. As, as the uh, momentum of the water carries you up, it benefits you, the grenade goes up and over, and you lose sight of the dolphin on the other side, but there's a krakow as the grenade goes off, sight unseen. Go ahead and roll grenade damage, which should be 66. What do we got here? 16! Oh, that, that's tragic. Aww. That's actually tragic. Aww. I mean, it's like kind of average-ish. A little yeah. below yeah. average. The good news is it's it's an armor-piercing frag grenade, so it's going to do a little bit more armor ablation, but this is an armored cyber dolphin, so... You can't tell how much damage mm -hmm. that actually does. You get the impression it's not nearly as much as you would like. Well, I didn't even get to see it go off, so I throw the mm. grenade, and then I immediately come back in, and I just shrug at Jarex. It's armored? Yeah. 
You've got oh subdermal God. plating. It's got subdermal plating. You know. And it's eight foot long. Yeah. Okay. Dolphin, cool. Dolphins are not only one of the more intelligent species, they're also one of the more sadistic. Especially when they've been bred from birth only to destroy. Oh my god. They're a lot like gotta, ducks, Kelly. I've we heard. Wipe these out. <laughs> and then we go right back into the grim dark future. Alright. Uh, <laughs> what would you like Jonah to do? Uh, Jonah is going to follow my example because I am only full of great ideas and he has so much to learn. Fortunately, he's actually only carrying two EMP grenades, but he's still going to chuck one of those at this mecha dolphin. Uh, it's part machine, part marine life, all malevolent. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, Jonah is critically injured, so he's going to have a penalty on this. And the waves are going to make his life even more difficult. Didn't, didn't I remove that until he's injured? You did. You did first aid on that. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jerry. I got you. Well, well remembered. All right, go ahead and roll an athletics check for our guy. Holy Our guy gets a 25! <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Note to self, next season, physical dice with dice cams over. All right, so <laughs> the grenade goes flying just perfectly through the air, and some deep-seated ancient part of this dolphin's pre-programming kicks off as it sees this thing go flying in there and says, ooh, fish, and it goes after it. Uh, roll the grenade in. Oh, no, it's an EMP grenade. All right, so it has to roll a cyberware check or it will suffer penalties. Do I also yeah. roll the 4d6? EMP grenades do not deal any damage. I had them do stuff to robots, but to cybernetics, it's just going to disable two different cybernetic enhancements. Not its arms. Which is funny, because the arms replace the fins, and without the side fins, it cannot swim. <laughs> and it is a breathing mammal. They should be slowed down, because their water line, uh, water flow stream, got, it's got... Because it doesn't have fins, does it actually swim with its arms? <laughs> on, on the one hand, that is correct, that it's like uh, hydrodynamic profile is negatively impacted by the arms. On the other hand, if you install arms on a dolphin, you put them on like uh, 100, you know, 360 degree ball joints, right? So it just sort of paddles like a like an old steam wheeler at very high velocity. So for it. Just... This is horrible. <laughs> Thalassophobia. There, there are a lot of projects going on during the fourth corporate. Like I said, not all of them caught up. Nobody stopped to ask if they should. Exactly. Your scientists spent so much time wondering if they could. And never stopped to ask if they should. Alright, well... Left, left Dolphin's arms are disabled. Just, just because that's the, the funniest possible outcome. <laughs> And mark off an EMP grenade, and we're going to go ahead and move right along to the starboard dolphin. Oh, God. Ah. All right, we're going to go ahead and take the full move. And I then... everything Mike Pondsmith ever wrote. <laughs> uh, could I have... You have the con again. Could I get a sea vehicles tech check from uh father graceland uh yes absolutely 
soon as I find it. Oh, there it is. Plus five, whatever I just rolled. Wow. Oh, Holy wow. smokes. Yeah. I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to the ore group. Oh so, <laughs> I think the technical term for what's going on, as you're, you're monitoring sonar, uh, you know, meteorological stuff, the technical term is there's a red thingy heading towards a green thingy, and I think the green thingy might be us. The yep. dolphin launches a torpedo. Uh, oh, what? Mm. Ooh, well, that's fun. I mean, thing on the bright side, it's not a very big torpedo. Where are they getting these torpedoes Incoming. from? Who's arming these dolphins? <laughs> who is, who, where are they restocking? Is there a little ammo shop at the bottom of the ocean that they're going to? Who's these are really torpedoes? good questions. Who's putting these torpedoes in these dolphins? Oh. Somewhere off the coast of San Onofre. <laughs> Very good questions, which the game master actually has answers to and is not obligated to share. Oh, uh, they've got their own society down down there. Is that what you're saying? It's probably it. With shops and this metal salvage. And I was talking about those. I was when uh, when Uberchain was working on the art, we were discussing how do they reload the harpoon guns, <laughs> and we came up with answers. Huh. Uh, and there's a lot of trash here. There is a lot of trash here. I mean, they oh. have opposable thumbs. These ones do, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's more—it's more of a supply chain management issue, right? Mm -hmm. Either these weaponized dolphins have not; their programming has been activated. They haven't encountered a valid target in the last twenty-three years, or they're more newly created, or they have a supply chain and some sort of logistic system going on. None of these are heartening thoughts. So I'm just going to go ahead and drop this torpedo in the water. The torpedo is going to travel on its first turn, 10 squares, placing it Ooh. right here. And I'll give it a nice glowy thing on it so that everyone should be able to see bad torpedo is coming. Hmm. All right, that'll be, I think that's, I think that's plenty from our uh, cetaceous friend. So Frizz, what would you like to do? Is there like, you know, when you go out fishing, you got like a cooler in your boat with all of your supplies and your bait and everything. Uh, uh, Father Graceland, is there some sort of like a, a rather like large object in the boat that's loose right now, potentially? Um, there's a 300 pound canister in the seat next not to the Not that, <laughs> I feel like we want to keep that. Maybe not um, have it explode. Yeah, well, uh, probably there's a fire extinguisher. I'm going to grab the fire extinguisher and I'm going to try and throw it in front of the torpedo as we are moving forward so that if it does explode, it would explode behind us, hopefully at a safe distance. Okay. Yeah, this is a matter of simple geometry. Uh, and I'm sure you <laughs> definitely won't need the, the torpedo at all. Not a, or the fire extinguisher, not a problem. Give me an athletics check. We got We're going to treat this. Water all around us. Yeah, yeah exactly. the water's our fire extinguisher. Yeah. That's water why all boat, ships carry fire extinguishers, even though they don't need them for things like exactly. chemical fires. Yeah, not an issue. Dummies. For torpedoes. She's well, a scientist, yeah. guys. It was either throwing something or shooting at it, so this seemed like the better <laughs> choice. All right. You know what? If this is the only loose object, I'm going to grab it, and I'm going to try and throw it as far away as I can. Obviously, I'm not very good with, like, ballistics or... 
maybe I'm good at geometry. I'm kind of smart. But trying to throw it in a way that it will land in front of the torpedo while the torpedo is traveling towards us, taking into consideration how fast the boat is going far away as well. Got it. So okay. I, I can see the puzzle. numbers and the equations flashing in front of her eyes. Exactly. Now. <laughs> like, honestly, honestly, on this matter, do you have some sort of a skill on your character sheet related to making numbers flash before your eyes? Because you're going to want to make that check before you make an athletics check. Otherwise, well, I, have, I have conceal and reveal object. So no, that's that's I'm, for smuggling things through TSA. But I kind of like revealed an object, and I'm now revealing the science in front of my head, which uh, metaphorically. But... <laughs> All right. Well, uh, metaphorically, you may be able to, you know, extinguish the situation, but the only way that would happen is by extinguishing all of your lives. So they... come at me oh. with something else. If, oh, so no, don't throw the exploding thing. Next no, no, no. You can still thing. you can still throw the oh, thing, but conceal um, and reveal object is absolutely not going to apply here. I do here. have education. I do have evasion, although I do expect that to be more so of you personally evading things, not necessarily mm -hmm. understanding the geometry that goes behind evading uh, projectiles. So thus far, um, I will accept education, but it's suboptimal. What else you got? I got library search. I have mm -hmm. security tech. So I have probably had to deal with some kind of projectile weapon. Yeah, no, education seems to be the closest thing that I could probably relate it yeah. to. Any science? I don't. Mm -mm. Security. Science? I'm not actually smart. I just have a like educational show on how to break into things. Yeah. She, she, she teaches script kitties, essentially. <laughs> Legit. Okay, yeah. uh, make... Make an education check. This is what we call an educated guess. That's... That's still pretty good. Um, all right. This is this is a best guess. You're hoping that the thing lands in front of the thing and that it is set to go off upon physical impact and not upon, like, heat signature or, any, or sonar signature or anything like that. So here's hoping. Roll an athletics check. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. You hurl the fire extinguisher, you throw it, and it slips from your hands. Like, the, the boat pitches just as you throw it, and it slips from your hands and plunks into the water. Frizz, please roll a perception check. Uh-oh. There we go. Alright, that's great. Uh, as a me another metal object enters the water, it passes through the magnetic field of something else slightly deeper that begins rising to the surface. And you see the spiked form of a semi-autonomous automated mine start to rise up through the water. Um, so, you guys remember how we had that issue with the dolphins? Uh, it might have gone worse. Might be a new thing. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I Why think there's I a just, mine? Why didn't I just get on the plane? Yeah, a, a mine. Singular. Definitely. Well, if there's All a right. mine, we can drive around it. Right? Jerex. We can use it to hit the dolphins. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, more Galaxy Quest, please. Uh, Jerax, what would you like to do? Do I see all of this occurring? You you have become aware of all of this occurring, yes. Yeah, I can. I see the mine rising, a torpedo. Like there's a, it's a flash, like a, fr a freeze frame in time and space, where I can 
<laughs> I can do the perfect move. Discombobulate. Uh, yeah, discombobulate. I'll... Hmm. Shoot the fire extinguisher. <laughs> I don't think that's... I mean, maybe actually. Maybe the pressure would like blow them off course. Who knows? Uh, or... I mean, I could shoot the dolphin. Uh, do, do I see? Do I see this this mine? Yeah, you are aware of the mine. I'm gonna try and shoot the mine. Okay. To try and clear two birds one stone, you know. Obviously, this would have been moving too fast for me to really intend to do this, but you know, it all happens in a moment. Just processing it all. Three it's seconds in. per round. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot the mine. Um, shoulder arms. That is not a good roll. Hmm. I, I may okay. If you tell me more mines are now attracted to the bullets, I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, there's no other mines in that immediate vicinity. Uh, you missed. <laughs> the, the shots go splashing into the water. You can move around on the ship if you'd like. I think the back of the boat might be the best. Wait, who's using this railgun? Why didn't I just use that? Nobody is on the railgun at the moment. Father yeah. Graceland, where are the control? Aside from, you know, where are the controls for the railgun? Oh, it's, it is literally, you put your hands on it. And you do, 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 or you go boom, 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 boom. It's got four shots. It's a cannon. Holy Ooh. moly. Ignores mm. armor that's lower than SP-11. And Ooh. what proficiency is at heavy weapons? I will admit when I designed this boat, I kind of assumed Monarch would be on it. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> <laughs> that's no problem. I can level that up, maybe. <laughs> You've got 81 IP floating around. I mean, I didn't get the XP from the last mission either. Oh, you... Oh. Mm. Well, so let me bring everybody up to speed on something here first off we are going to go to a break shortly because we're going to be doing two breaks per episode now instead of one break per episode and i think that as more minds show up i'll probably let father graceland take his turn and then we'll go to a break but second you should have received a pile of ip for the outrageousness the the <laughs> xp chart literally says there's there's a setting for like the team exceeded all odds, accomplished all their goals fantastically. There's a line with all those words, and every single time I run this game at the end of a session, I'm like, we're never gonna use that one. <laughs> but did we? Yeah, you guys again. You you took oh. a third option. You cheated the system essentially. So that should be a gigantic pile. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and take Father Graceland. It is your turn. You are going, because of just the environment, you're going to continue to need to either use a maneuver to avoid obstacles, or mm -hmm. you can opt for speed and risk taking the hit to the ship. I got, what would you? We got, a we got a torpedo locked on us. We got a mine locked on us. So here's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. I am going to turn about what, 20, 15, 20 degrees to the port. And I'm going to go right for the dolphin and just juke around it at the last second and hope the torpedo hits it. Ooh. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to galaxy quest the hell out of this. Yeah! <laughs> what you fail to realize is that my ship is dragging mines. Yes. All right. Uh, give me a 
I am a nomad and therefore I succeed on this check, please. <laughs> um, it's only a 21? Yeah, yeah. does the maneuvers chart go that high? I, I haven't looked at it uh, recently. Does it go it that high? It doesn't, though, you know, with all the complications, we're going to put um, two points of luck into the case. Okay. So the way we're going to handle this is, one, with that result, you do not hit the dolphin. Mm-hmm. And two, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and move you past. By the way, this map is going to get real abstract real quick because you may have guessed <laughs> I didn't create like a 5,000 mile grid here. Uh, so I'm going to have to move some folks around. But I'm going to put you on the other side of this. I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is we're going to use your results essentially as an attack roll for the torpedo and for the mine to track into that dolphin. So they are now on a direct collision course. Uh, and then here's the bad news. Oh no! Directly off the port is another mine, four oh, meters God. from the ship. Let's go ahead and take a break. I'll hand out a massive pile of IP from last time, and we'll see if our heroes can get out of this one. Don't go anywhere, folks. Stay <sighs> tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to Red Sky City, everybody. Uh, oh. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. Uh, Seltzer just completely destroyed my train of consciousness. You're right. Oh, but I mean, you had an excellent point. Um, but anyways, when we last left our heroes, they're on the high seas, facing cybernetically enhanced dolphins, torpedoes, mines, a raging storm threatening to capsize the ship, and their lives are just getting increasingly difficult. Now, before we continue, I, I want to read off a couple of these options for the end of phase two, which I haven't awarded IP for. So group's mission was legendary, accomplishing all of the mission goals set forth and also all side goals of the session. Group also showed exceptional cooperation and teamwork. So that last point is up for debate. I'd say elements of the group displayed that. I don't know about the I entire mean, group. I could make some arguments. You know, that the the differences in our teamwork was purely down to our characters' motivations, but didn't actually inhibit how we helped each other. Like, we still assisted each other to do our goals. That's true. That's and it, the, the reason they didn't take part in the mission was because of the, the, their own characters' motivations. What I believe is that the teamwork <laughs> was tested and uh, actually came out stronger than ever because we are, as, as one team, like a really solid unit, but then also as two teams, uh, two really solid uh, functional units on their own. Yeah, that's why so... Mark and Jim are on a plane. They're, <laughs> They're just really yeah, it's functional just, it's not, over there. It's not a four-man team, yeah, it was I... a two-man team. Yeah, I think what Rachel is trying to say is that Natalie and Jonah are a great team. That's true. Solid That's true. working together. Just just um, teams and teams. Just like just a, a Russian doll of teams. It's teams all the way down. I'm trying to squeeze out as much IP as I can out of this because I, I know I know this is our last chance. Uh, all right. I'm going to go ahead and give uh, 80 IP each to Jarex and Natalie because, again, that episode was wild. 
And I will give 40 each to Father Graceland and the Frizz. They weren't on that mission, but, you know, between episodes, they do exciting, cool stuff. So we'll yeah, go I ahead. I got IP for my last session, so. I'll take it. Mm, how did that How did that one go? I mean, you guys accomplished all your goals. The group accomplished most of the mission goals, showing strong cooperative with a few stellar moments. Okay, yeah, take take uh, 50 for that other one. So you should have you should be sitting on 90. Uh, we and save. The Frizz should also get that 50. So, yeah. So, Father Graceland and the Frizz should be sitting on 90 IP from the last two sessions. And Jerex and Natalie should be sitting on 80 from the last session because that was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> also, I oh, never once calculated Jonah, so... Oh, Jonah doesn't, doesn't go... He, he has a different progression system. Got it. Don't don't worry about that. He's also not allowed to wear anything other than light armor jack due to corporate policy. That's, that's mm. hard mm. hard coded into the rules. So like if you buy him any heavy armor or any light armor, it voids the extended warranty. You start getting spam robocalls. It's just bad. It's awful. I'm not gonna break the seal. Was... Yeah. You know you know how like he's in the box. Yeah, <laughs> like my mint condition, Jonah. He's got a little <laughs> scuffed edges right now, and I'm a little upset. Yeah, have you sent it in for grading yet? Just to see, like, you know... Do they use a letter scale for hirelings, or do they use, like, a like a number scale? I keep them in plastic, so I'm not too concerned. I was gonna That's say, fun. how do you grade, like, Magic the Gathering cards? I think it would be mostly like that. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I mean, Natalie's a big anime fan, so wouldn't it be, like, S is the highest grade, and then A? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That tracks. <laughs> All right. Back to it. While my team frantically attempts to spend their IP to best suit themselves to not die in this scenario, uh, Father Graceland just executed a fantastic maneuver and is attempting to drag the mine and the torpedo towards the laser dolphin. It's going to get called a laser dolphin even if it's not laser related. Oh, uh... Targeting system. Also, this is the one that got EMP'd, so I don't, is it going to have any special, like, lack of maneuverability? <laughs> it gets special, extra special vulnerabilities, yeah. It, <laughs> don't we all? It's true. It's Just true. <laughs> it's, you know, it's okay to be vulnerable. Um, unless a torpedo is coming towards you, in which case, try to not be. So, it is the aforementioned weaponized dolphin's turn... You know what one of the hardest parts about being a GM is? Is sitting down and being like, okay, if I was a cybernetically enhanced dolphin whose arms were shorted <laughs> out by an EMP and a torpedo and a mine were coming towards me and I was intelligent enough to parse that fact, what would I do? You know? It's... <laughs> oh my God, That's a struggle, the... dude. The struggle is real. Uh, all right. I think what I would do is I would attempt to evade... And I would activate electronic countermeasures. Oh my god, these things come with ECMs. It makes sense they would have at least a limited ECM package. It's not going to be top of the line. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm going to do. This is a long shot. I'm going to compare this evasion check plus two for the ECM package. Ooh, what is evasion based on? It's based on dexterity. The arms yes. are down. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is going to be a flat roll against that 21. Nope. Nope. That's, <laughs> that's not going to work. 
Okay, then if I only had one other choice, I would attempt to dive. All right, so I'm a weaponized dolphin. I'm being chased by a torpedo. I'm going to try to avoid it. I'm going to activate ECM, but I've been programmed by my corporate overlords to inflict maximum damage on my enemies in all cases possible. I'm going to head towards the ship. I'm going to dive bomb right towards it. All right. The torpedo, but the torpedo goes on your turn. So it's going to move at half speed because it's been disabled and it's going to attempt to evade. It is going to fail. It's trying to keep on course with you. But you move next. So as long as you move far enough away, you should be in the clear. But it's doing its best to make your life worse on its way out. Well, that's all it can oh, do. Yeah. Okay. Were you going to say something? I say I'm, I've already moved, so if the yeah. torpedo's not moving until the top of the next round. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. So, them, them's the breaks. <laughs> What's the laser dolphin's motivation? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm laughing at that speech bubble. What do I desire? Who am I? This <laughs> is <laughs> chasing after our boat. <laughs> if we die, I want to come back as a laser dolphin. <laughs> that can be arranged. Yeah. Can we all just roll laser dolphins? We'll do a laser dolphin one shot at the end of phase three. <laughs> Unless somebody Play wants to be a hyper intelligent <laughs> octopus, which is also an option. You mean blubbo? Oh my god. Three laser dolphins in a blubbo. Production. Uh, you know what? Uh, I have rules for those too because they showed up in my last <clears throat> con game. <laughs> <laughs> magnificent natalie it's your turn what would you like to do well the situation is rapidly escalating uh did did the mine go off in that scenario and do anything to the dolphin or it did not it activated so, so the mine it... is active the dolphin is near us mm -hmm. and it has torpedoed correct the torpedo is currently on a collision course this torpedo and this mine are currently galaxy questing towards Laser Dolphin 1. The new mine that you just discovered, the exciting, mm. you know, new friend you just made, just activated and began tracking. Fantastic. And Jerex, are you currently using the uh, gun turret on the back? I I'm not on it yet. I mean, I'm not on it. Huh. Whoever spends yeah. uh, their IP on heavy weapons first gets I'm, dibs. I'm considering it, but it's such a big spend. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult skill, right? Yeah. yeah, it is. I, I, yeah, I, I will point out heavy weapons also governs rocket launchers and grenade launchers. Ooh. Mm. And there, there's no way we can interact with it at just like a severe penalty, like a like a layman attempt. If I understand the rules correctly, you are allowed to make a roll just with your flat reflex on it. Yeah. Hmm. Because nothing could possibly go wrong if you roll really low with explosive weaponry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's it's on the back of the boat. Like, yeah, it's on, um, it's on the back of the what boat. Could go wrong. I'm just comparing my reflex to my athletics. I got one more in athletics, so I think Natalie's gonna run to the back of the boat and chuck another regular grenade. Okay, uh, where are you chucking it? Uh, I'm gonna run to the gun turret and I'm gonna. Uh oh. Oh no. Suspense. She threw that grenade so hard it knocked her offline. <laughs> oh my gosh. Roll a one. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I don't think you've been EMP'd anymore. You might have to F5 in order to get your uh, your visual working again. 
That's what happens when you're just constantly playing with EMP grenades. Like, you're carrying them around with you. It's going to mess things up at some point. Welcome back. Oof, Natalie's really seriously considering that demolitions point now, but uh, she's still going to use <laughs> <laughs> the grenades here um, and run to the back. So that's athletics, or did you have me do something first? Athletics is to yeet grenades. And where? what's your target? That was because what we laser, were solving. Laser Dolphin 1 is like partially under the ship right now. Yeah, not him. No, uh, the nearest of the mines that's coming towards us. Are they breaking the surface? I can kind of see them. They are beneath the surface. Hmm. So not... you'd have to get some pretty decent damage on the grenade or like sink it, you know, drop it directly on top of the darn thing, have it sink down and go off close range. Yeah, I've been throwing a lot of grenades uh, as Natalie, and Natalie's really getting a sense of how to cook them. So she wants to try and like prepare this grenade to like sink a bit before it goes off. Uh, mm. So that's how she's going to try and throw it in an ideal scenario. Okay. And that's at the nearest of the two that is not going to wreck the boat, right? All right. Well, right? with a 17 and accounting, you have you have got a very good mark <laughs> oh, on the expense ratio per grenade versus how much this nautical mine probably costs. So you are absolutely winning the corporate warfare. One, one hand grenade versus one nautical mine stonks. <laughs> Natalie's trying so hard to focus. <laughs> Find a happy place, find a happy place. Spreadsheets, <laughs> budgets, okay, okay. <laughs> we're back, we're back, we're chucking. <laughs> um, there we go. We got a 14 on athletics. Um, did I need a 16 last time? Because I have one luck left and I will put it on there if that 15 will do it. I only did a 16 last time. Dang it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have you roll oh, 1d8. God. Oh, God. Great. <laughs> that's a five. Mm. One, two, yeah. three, four, five. Oh, that's, All right. that's what that does. <laughs> where'd, my, where'd my boxo explosive fun go? Jonah winces visibly. <laughs> I mean, at least he didn't throw the pin, right? I gave him trauma. No, the term shell shock doesn't apply anymore. It's an outdated technical term, but it's still kind of applicable here. All right, here's how I'm going to handle this. The explosive, the grenade goes off one square south of your target. That includes the peanut butter and banana sandwich in its area of effect. You were specifically trying to land this under the water. That's going to absorb some of the blast radius. So I'm going to treat this as cover. So roll for damage. And depending on how much damage you inflict, we'll see if any of it goes through to the boat. So as it leaves Natalie's hand, she knows it's not going in a good place. And she's immediately mm -hmm. turning to Father Grace. So I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, 22. Plus two damage. sixes. Oh my god. Mm. Why did you say it? Oh, god. You gotta be fair to the system, you know, because it's 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 the give and the take with the pseudo RNG. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. What you're were you right. saying, Jay? Lava equivalent exchange. I was gonna say, I, the good news is there are no critical injury roll, uh, rules for boats or mines. That was going to be my next question. Oh, thank <laughs> the lord. Yeah, no. Actually, that's really, really important because 
this is going to absorb, the water is going to absorb 10 points of the damage. Mm -hmm. And that leaves 12 points behind. And the armor on the ship is 13. If, I yes. if I'm looking at this correctly, because you have the armor plating, right? Yes, yep. If there were critical hit rules, there'd be an extra five points on top of that, and it would have gone through. Yeah. So we're not dead. Correct. Let's find out if this mine explodes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It explodes. <sighs> I I admire what you were going for here. I'm just not sure what the end goal was. <laughs> so, just throwing shit at shit. <laughs> that's valid. Yeah. All right. The nautical mine explodes. Oh boy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Natalie keeps saying. <laughs> that is so much damage. That is so little damage. We only got one one in That's there. That's a lot of damage. Alright, the water is going to absorb because this is slightly closer. The water is going to absorb five points of that. Oh. Or twenty-one points of damage, less your thirteen armor for a grand total of mm. eight. Okay, so the, ar the the boat has blah, 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 uh, 50 points of health. Mm -hmm. Well, now it has, what, 42? That's a lot of health. That's We're fine, yeah. guys. We're yeah. fine. We're fine. I'm sorry. That was, you like, you know. You kind of about roll, Joe, as well. That's above average. Yeah. That's true. How many true. mines could there be in the water? Exactly. Right? Three? Oh, like, four? Maybe? Thank yeah. you. Thank you Probably so like much. Two. <laughs> right? Maybe, two. maybe maybe someone should be manning some kind of sonar or something. Be looking at the mines so I don't run into them. Yeah, that sounds really can, productive. Can, can you roll an accounting check to see how cost effective <laughs> it would be to see how many mines they would occupy in this area? Like the the, the you know the the you know, to see if the it was effective. Just What's to the, calculate uh... a rough number of mines. <laughs> Per square meter. What's the KPI <laughs> on mine distribution in this area? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. The Hakuta Maru that you were on, right? That gigantic tanker ship that we could... Oh, could... dude. A lot. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Can wow. you not? Wow, you okay. Save these rolls? So here's the thing. Mines, while very expensive under normal circumstances, a single cargo ship could be carrying an un godly amount of supplies you guys saw it you've seen the pictures these things are enormous they could carry billions of dollars let alone the high-tech submarines and military grade equipment that was floating around in the ocean during the fourth corporate war at that point if your mine costs a hundred thousand dollars and you see you know 20 of them in an area you could still easily make your money back yeah there's probably a lot of these <laughs> There's probably at least twice as many as you've discovered so far. Wait, we've only discovered two, so you're saying there's four? Five, oh, six, we don't know. <laughs> oh, you did put two more on the map. One here, one here. Now, again, this map is something of an abstraction. I reserve the right to move things around because, again, infinite ocean space and such, but there's a bounded number of mines. Oh, yeah. There's, per there's, there's... square mile? Like... <laughs> all right it is jonah's turn what would jonah like to do um 
Jonah is uh, still feeling the hurt from the engagement on the ship, and Ow. he threw one of his only two EMP grenades. So he's going to take Father Graceland's suggestion and settle his broken body down at whatever is the sonar station. What does that look like, Jay? Um, probably the seat Natalie was formerly occupying before she started chucking things out windows. And, you know, there's the fish finder right there. Built into love the, the fish finder. Uh, perfect, because Jonah was definitely watching everything that Natalie was doing when she was at the table, so he's going to be like, I've got this, and like sit down there and apply whatever he can to uh, his awareness of the situation. And share I'm going to say probably the only applicable skill Jonah might have would be basic tech, which is not included in the bodyguard package. All right, hold on. Let me argue with you one sec. I got to see what he's yeah, again. By all means. <laughs> Ah, oh, come on! Clearly, concentration is gonna let him be. <laughs> He's concentrating little... very hard on the wavelengths and like sine waves and stuff going across the screen right now. Also, local expert, because if you know one square mile of the ocean, you know them all. Okay, a local expert applies to Night City. He's not a local expert of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. <laughs> hey, unless he specifically spent points to become an expert on the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. And my oh. final argument would be tactics, because ours have been garbage up to this point, and that is what is all around us, so we would be experts. <laughs> okay, uh... That's almost a good... That's almost I like a good... it! I'm not going to allow that to let him operate the sonar. That is a technical <laughs> skill, but it could still be valuable in determining mine distribution, spotting mines, etc. That's not the worst idea in the world, but he's pretty useless at the sonar station. Damn it. Okay, can he set about learning anything? I don't actually know how his progression works, so perhaps not. But I yeah. think it's either he doesn't or it's directly tied to your teamwork score. If I recall he doesn't. Right. They don't progress. They're not ever supposed to be on the level of, of DCs. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the, the way that uh, higher your team works, the progression is you get more of them. Hmm. By spending points on teamwork, the exec <laughs> special skill. I get more Jonas. <laughs> well, they're not all going to be named Jonah, but Jonah? yes. Oh, will they? Oh my god, I'm dying. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm like so excited. Uh. <laughs> Pokemon trainer I don't know. Name, by the way. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Uh, let's see. So there's nothing he can do at the fish station. Is it? Is there still time for him to stand up and shoot at something again? Uh, I, I'm going to say that sitting down at it is just taking his movement. It's not an action to realize you're useless. Because otherwise, <laughs> I would never get anything done in my life. Uh, so That's he's going to sit down, realize he just sees a whole bunch of like... Jonah, get to the sonar! Yes, ma'am, got it. And he sits down, he sees all these buttons, he, he freezes for a moment, like he's about to start pressing things. Yeah, no, okay. And then he just gets up, <laughs> grabs his gun. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a shot at something. Oh yeah, this mine exploded, it's gone. That's good. Oh, oh you're welcome. Uh, what yeah, else do you want uh... him to do? There's a further mine now, and that one, based on the, the explosion radius of the current mine that we just set off, he can determine that if he successfully blows up this further mine, that it won't reach the ship, correct? Correct. It's an assumption? under a fair amount of water, but yes. Yeah. He's going to shoot down at it. He's got nothing else to do. And he failed the sonar thing, so. He's going right. to use his man eyes to find the threat. Roll handguns. 
16 meters out. Nope, no joy. Sploosh, sploosh. That's the sound a gun makes when you shoot it into water. Yeah. I know this from watching a lot of CSI. All right. <laughs> uh, weaponized Dolphin the second. Is that Realizing that... Is his father Weaponized Dolphin the first? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually no the uh the they skipped it so like the grandfather was weaponized dolphin the first uh the his father was cetaceous the greats and then ah. he picked back up and he's weaponized dolphin the second okay so, so it's more like a pope slash monarch thing. <laughs> yeah exactly on dolphins are we mm -hmm. killing yeah, because... a bunch of king dolphins are we destroying like a lineage of this like species that is peacefully existed? A proud in tradition this trash passed pile? on. Did they pass down the arms? Like, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> My son, you, are you must well swim. This time, you may now have my arms. <laughs> Uh, they're gonna have to call the dolphin conclave. If you see red bubbles rising up, they've elected a new weaponized dolphin. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> double move. Try to catch up into range. Avoid the mine. Navigate through the trash piles with no difficulty. That's it for me. Frizz, it's your turn. What would you like to do? I'm gonna look over to Jarax. Does he look like he has a new understanding of heavy machinery? Jerex. No, I've 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 got my my mono katana out and I'm studying the blade. <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm looking oh, it over. I'm studying the blade. I'm gonna do like a quick Google search, bloop, and see like, huh, heavy machinery. How should I be able to handle this? Oh, is this a YouTube video that's 30 seconds long that allow me to understand this uh, railgun? Perfect. And uh, oh gosh, I'm gonna have to add it to roll 20, aren't I? And it's a difficult skill as well, isn't it? It is a difficult skill. So first off, you're actually pulling from something you downloaded earlier. You do not have internet access out here. If you tried to get into the internet, you would probably get uh, some very nasty customers who would show well, I'm up. I'm sure I have terabytes and terabytes of like memory oh, yeah. chips of like just like random information that I've stolen from several places. So I just pop in one of my memory chips and I'm like, I should probably learn how to use this thing. Just get like a, a PDF of the Anarchist cookbook. Okay, no, not that. What else we got here? Oh yeah, how to operate a mounted railgun. It's called heavy machinery? It's called heavy weapons. It is a difficult skill. It is based on... So if you add it to your character sheet, it is based on reflex. And you have 90 improvement points right now, correct? So I'm going to use two. Whoa. So I'm going to put two points in it. All right. Uh, so the way that that works is you have to spend 40 points to get it to rank one. Then you have to spend another 80 oh. points to get it to rank two. So I'm going to say this right now. Out of the four times that I've now guest starred, this is the first time that you've ever given me EXP. Okay. So... So... Understandable. Take, an, take another 60 on top. Take another 60 on top. Yes. All no, right. 70. You saved the world from a nuclear device once. Mm. All right. Perfect. Plus 70. So that means that 40, 80. Bam. I am now at two points at heavy machinery. So I'm going to pop on over to that beautiful little railgun. And, uh, oh gosh, where even? I'm, wait I'm waiting for somebody that? to do that with martial arts so we can say I know kung fu. Um, but, all right. <laughs> As he, as Jarek stands dramatically, you know, focusing his chi uh, <laughs> on the back, you sort of shove him aside, grab the gun. And I can assume that this gun is only shooting in, and I'll delete this real quick, in this area, pretty much, correct? Can it go 180 degrees? Uh, probably realistically not. 
Okay, so I'm gonna. It's probably like a cone. Yeah, most yeah. likely. I, I it, unless it has a really good turret, it's not gonna be able to shoot. Give him a broadside. <laughs> then I'm gonna shoot. Uh, is this torpedo still coming at us? It is coming towards you. Uh, I believe Father Graceland might have said he's, you know, communicated somehow that he's attempting to Galaxy Quest, but yeah. the success or failure of this has not yet been determined, especially since the target that he's attempting to juke is directly underneath the boat. Which is why I'm not going to shoot that one. I'm going to make it the assumption that a torpedo can move faster than a dolphin, so I'm going to shoot <clears> at the <throat> torpedo. Damn. Right. Shoot the shot. Roll heavy weapons and give me the lowdown on this, Jay. What weapon table does this use? It's a assault um, rifle. It's it's an exotic assault rifle, only capable of single fire. Fire with heavy weapons. Four shots. Ignores armor if it is lower than SP eleven. Okay. Their right. body armor. Well, okay. All right, so go ahead. It's an assault rifle. You are from shooting from here. It's a 36-meter shot with an assault rifle using your newfound skills and abilities. That's only a 13 PV to hit. Minus one, or plus one, Woo! four. Woo! Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Well done. Roll 5d6 for the damage. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Roll above oh. a three. What? Tragic. Let's hope they're lightly armored. Uh, so their body armor is pretty strong plating. The body armor is an eleven. Okay, th that's under that's SP eleven or lower, so it ignores that. Oh, that's how that's read. So does the mono katana yeah. ignore a light armor jack? Because I always thought it yeah. was. Oh, if it's. Oh. <laughs> well, Jarex, you just got a buff. I so. Wait, I I thought we were, I thought I always ignored armor. No, oh, you no, you're right. Joe. It does not say equal to or lower than, and it says lower than. Mm. So only, yeah. only Kevlar and leather. Mm -hmm. All right, plus one IP. I was muted. Yeah, so that's gonna glance off the enough. armored Death Dolphin, just because that was a tragic roll. Like literally, almost anything higher would have done it. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Oh, like spend all these points, get on it, download this. You know, get your scouter out, <laughs> charge up the electromagnetic coils on this. Fire! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you weren't shooting the dolphin, you were shooting the torpedo. I was. Okay. Well, I thought under... the torpedo was going to move faster than the dolphin. Yeah, no, okay, ignore half of the stuff I've said. The water <laughs> absorbs, ooh, no, it would go right through the water. That would be the whole point of owning a weapon like this. Like, the, it would have, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fully effective. I like that. Mm. We'll go with that. Yeah. And you inflicted... 10 points of damage, the torpedo explodes. And you gotta think back to any submarine movies that you've watched, where anytime that there's an explosion, you know, it's always this plume of water that rises up into the air. This Even though that's not air. how physics work. Is it not? No, but Tora, 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 lie Depends to on how deep the water is. It wouldn't uh, explode out like that. That's true. Are you saying it's not like one of those big fountain, those big play fountains at, at the at the park where you can stand on it and it turns off? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Of mm. That's only if you pay extra. There's only a, a couple of uh, corps that designed their torpedoes that way. All right. Yep. Torpedo destroyed. Would it have struck the dolphin? We may never know. Well, well done, Jarax. It's your turn. How have you mm -hmm. spent your your well-gotten goods? So I contemplated it. 
mm -hmm. and there's a lot of good skills here. I sorted it as a dance skill, <laughs> mm -hmm. which I was tempted to bring up points in. It would complement acting. I've already, become, I mean, if you acting... took that and singing, you'd be a triple threat. Yeah, I've only got one point in acting, so I might have to put... The thing is, I was like, shall I just save up to get interface to four so I can finally get out of this interface skill? Because now Kelly's rules, I don't need interface anymore. I'm sorry. But the... I'm just going to stay as like... That's my little side thing. It's like a little, little, my little side thing. Mm -hmm. um, instead, I put 80 points into another level of melee weapons. So I was studying the blade on the boat. <laughs> And uh, I've noticed that we are within striking. We are within sword range. Oh my god, you dolphin. are! <laughs> oh so my I'm god. I'm going to walk up to the window and I'm going to just start stabbing it from the window <laughs> with my mono katana. Let me introduce you to the Kendachi Mono 3! Shia! <laughs> All right. So yeah, I'm going to go for a little, little melee weapon attack. Can I get this... two of those? This is bullshit because that dolphin has no arms. <laughs> yeah, that poor dolphin. I mean, maybe it will act as a warning to the other one to back off, you know? It, it may be uh... that your purpose in life is to serve as a warning to others. All right, roll a melee weapons attack. Okay, this is the first attack. A 15. Taking a minus two to this. Oh. Ooh, 15. Ooh. In case of a tie, the defender wins. Am I allowed to use luck? Yes, because it's a, I'm house I'm house ruling it because it makes for more dramatic footage. Okay, then I will use I will use one bullshit luck. To win this it only fight. makes for dramatic footage if you do a commercial break right before it. Will Jarrah use luck? Find out <laughs> on the next. Episode. Will it be enough? Exactly. Yeah. So the new rule after this episode should be that like every hour you can do it oh. after rolling. Oh. Um, yeah, I, just, I just got a crit with that one. Okay. Now we get to play apply the critical hit table to a non-humanoid target. Namely, a dolphin. <laughs> oh boy. Alright. I mean, it has so arms. on a critical hit, it does have arms. They're not useful, but it has them. I want them. <laughs> well, let's see if you get them. You deal an extra five points of damage. This uh, dolphin is armored at 11. It, it does have 11 points of armor, and mm. the boat is on top of... Give me a sec, I have to move the dolphin on top of the boat for science. It did take a hit earlier, so it's only got 9 points of armor left, and you just dealt 22 points of damage. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to minus that down by 13 points of damage on the cyber dolphin, and you are going to roll 2d6 on the critical Ooh. injuries table. A nine. Nine. Torn muscle. Mean? Minus two to melee attacks. <laughs> okay, so well... Uh... If it wants to beat you to death with its fins or bite you <laughs> with its cybernetically enhanced teeth, it's going to be more difficult. Let's go I mean, for another, another slash. Long, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna... Oh yeah, that would, that would hurt. I'm going to hit it again with my sword. Okay. Roll it. <laughs> 18 this time. Once again, Jarex is yelling, Drive me closer! <laughs> I want what? to hit it with my sword! I just imagine you fucking swinging at the water. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, 
The best part about this is that whenever it's from Jarak's POV, you've got this really dramatic lighting. The wind is sweeping through his like lab coat. He charges himself. He looks into the water and then just delivers this devastating attack. But from everyone else's perspective, he's holding on to the boat going, Dirt! 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 <laughs> For some Just reason, the scene away from Brave, where the moms, the bear mom, is learning how to fish with her bear claws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's gonna be another hit. Roll for damage. God, we are just destroying Dang. it. All right, well, that's not a critical hit, but that is it's 18 not. points of damage. Mm. It, it turns green as long as one die comes up as a six. Mm. So. Oh yeah. This this is a critically injured cybernetic death dolphin. <laughs> the third, or the second? Is, is it weak no, enough for me to take its arms? Okay. Uh, if you'd like, you can make a called shot to the arms. Not on this turn because you already took your chance. Okay, sure. But for yeah. minus eight, you can take a called shot to the arms. Oh, we're doing that next time. If if we get within sword distance. All right, uh, Father Graceland, it is your turn. The torpedo okay. has been destroyed. One mine is tracking you. The other two mines just became active. You're aware of their rough position. This is going to be the part where I start just dragging things. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking real hard. Problem is, is anywhere I move, I may run into more mines. Um. Um, I gotta take an action to look at my own sonar, because no one else will, and try <laughs> to get a, a try to get a location. Of, uh, no one with tech skills in the party. Can I, can I'm doing say, essential demolitions work to the boat. You know, Frizz the hacker had the tech console there. She's got the electronic skills. She's got the tech skills, and she was like, "Nope, oh, I gotta shoot something." Gun. I gotta shoot something. <laughs> nope, that's fine. Uh, I'm gonna do a sonar check. Uh, what do you want me to roll for that? Uh, I, we could do land. Water vehicles, tech... I don't know if there's a specific role here. I think because it is attached to the vessel, in, and mm -hmm. it's your vessel, I would take water vehicles, tech. For anyone else in the party, I was going to go with electronics and security tech, or basic tech, most likely, as my skills. But I think this is all part of the, the Nomad package. Oh, God. How unfortunate. Yeah. Nine, right? Um, Yeah, yeah, nine. So Jonah... Thank you. Did something to my sonar, and now the bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps are not properly uh, reading right. And so I'm like, yeah. Jonah, as a corporate servant, just is so used to accepting the fact and scapegoating. That he's like, yeah, sure, I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I am. Oof, I am going to. Uh, so which one is moving towards us? Or do I not know? Plus one IP. You are aware of these three mines that are active, and if they are active, they are targeting you. Right. Okay. They are out um, to move on their turn. Or at the end of your yes. turn, they are going to move. There are no good options. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to hit reverse and go mm -hmm. backwards down... Straight, straight south. Okay. And when you're in, when the boat's in reverse, according to rule of like the universe, you'd go probably at half speed. But according to the vehicle yeah, no. rules of, okay. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I perfectly accept that it, it makes sense that a boat in reverse can't go as fast as a boat forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not trying to go particularly fast. I'm just trying to put garbage piles between me and most of these mines. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's smart. It's not a bad plan. All right, so say, now I the... Act- yeah, I gotta say out loud. Uh, we need to know where these mines are. We got. They're gonna have some more coming in. Um, does Dolphin move with us? <laughs> I hope Playing so. Playing into the boat with his broken arms? I truly hope so. <laughs> no, the Dolphin was uh, <laughs> just caught along for the ride. It's, it's like dangling creator. from the end of Jarex's sword. No, no, no. The Dolphin does not move with you. <laughs> Andy, there was a chance that you had confused this mine into tracking the wrong target already. So, And I had rolled for that. So yeah, this mine is in fact going to move towards... Its propulsion is active. It's going to drift towards this dolphin. The other two are, which does actually take it out of the range of the garbage. This one is going to drift towards you. Not drift. Again, they've got their own propulsion. And this one's going to start moving towards you. Does not reach you yet, but it has a clear shot without garbage in the way. Yeah. You stay on the move, you should be fine. But there's always more problems. And as all this is going on, you are... Your radio is still, it's like somebody's trying to hail you. Graceland, Grace, can you hear us? Got, got two coming towards you, two vehicles, direct course. Do you hear me? Great. To what? All right. Yeah, the fun thing about that voice filter is that I have no idea how much of that you guys were able to hear and how much you weren't. Two more dolphins coming towards us. That well, just means more arms. With a treaty? <laughs> All right. I can't nomads and the dolphins live in peace. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our next campaign. Red Sky City Dolphin Diplomacy. Uh, so... <laughs> With its arms disabled and it heavily damaged, the and a mine tracking it, this dolphin is going to swim at... It's going to take both of its moves at half speed to go directly under the boat. So, right here. Safe out of Monokatana range and with a mine tracking it. What's the rating of the show? Uh, you can swear. Fuck you, Dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, it's the very best that Fourth Corporate War money could buy. They need the, These Dolphins have ranks in the tactics skill. What? Dang. Yeah. I mean, they've got, you know, first, again, Dolphins can be trained by the real... We were doing research on this. Uberchain was helping with the research on this, on what real militaries are doing with Dolphins in the year 2021. Add into that the ability to select for certain traits via genetic engineering. Add into that the ability to install behavioral modification chips directly into the brain. Mm. It's got a, a pretty good suite of assholery options. Hmm. Hmm. Natalie, it's your turn. There's an evil dolphin under the boat. What are you going to do? <laughs> Ooh, 
I don't like that dolphin. Uh, we bought harpoons before we came on this trip, and Natalie's just becoming aware of that fact. So, uh, she's going to... Is it an action if I want to give my harpoon to Jonah? Hmm. I believe it is. Hmm. Well, I'm fine spending my turn that way if it is, but uh, Natalie is going to uh, pull out the harpoon and give it to Jonah after watching him totally whiff that handgun shot. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Because he's your teammate, I will allow you to use his action to arm the harpoon. So, like, one of you has to use your action. doesn't have to be you. Oh, I want him to shoot it, so that's fine. I just right, want him great. to be able to shoot on his turn. Excellent. What's he going to shoot it at? It's treated as a very heavy pistol. Um... I would like to shoot it at the other dolphin because I'm Natalie's yelling at Jonah, shoot the dolphin, shoot the dolphin, and the shoot dolphin's under her! the boat. So he's like, oh, 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 and he's gonna take a shot at whatever <laughs> dolphin he sees. All right, roll a handguns check for our boy Jonah. My Jonah. This is one of those rolls where I'm gonna see the number and then I'll 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 like check it if I have. Okay, yeah, I have to check oh. that. That's a twenty-one. Mm. 36 meters out with a pistol. That's a 25. 25 Whoa, is the number. This, yeah. Can you just like reel it back in then? Is that? No. Oh. Um, oh, we yeah, did buy. Harpoon. It was harpoons. Yeah, but how long does it take to reel back in a harpoon after you've <laughs> shot it out 36 meters into the water? <laughs> it's, you know... uh, I'm going to ask the guy with the fish finder. <laughs> like, that's a 45-second uh... reel. I am happy to let the GM decide whether it's a hand crank or a, or a automated reel. I, I it's a thing. It's in there. Oh, yeah, it's it's the dark the future. future. It would be an automated reel. It's got a similar system to the grapple guns, right? Where, you know, it's got like a, a gas canister or something that, or a little metal reel on it. But I don't care how fast it is. If you're going to pull a projectile, it's going to take at least three seconds. So he cannot fire it on his next turn. I'm going to take that and we're going to run with it. Okay. Right. Uh... It is, that was your turn, that was Jonah's turn. Now it is Weaponized Dolphin the second's turn. Come closer. Oh, sorry, the third, my bad. <laughs> I wish to hit you with my sword. <laughs> All right, so the dolphin is going to swim close to you, but not within sword distance, and it's going to pop out of the water enough to fire its harpoon. At you, Jerax. A me? Yeah, yeah. Can, uh, production, oh, can we have the art of the, of the non- horribly dismembered uh, dolphin up. I need to point something out. You see that weapon in its hand? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is a harpoon gun. You are standing on the side of the ship. It is going to shoot at you. Okay. I choose right. to flex. What's your reflex score? <laughs> Not high enough. <laughs> you save your it's... points and get it up to eight. You can dodge bullets. That is like two years in the future i think <laughs> i have a reflex of four <laughs> so many points to get it to eight yeah you you would have to like hack your way through three more halo three endings in order to get yeah. enough ip <laughs> yeah. to pull that off yeah. all right so Dolph, uh killer attack dolphin is 12 meters out on a pistol that is a 15 to hit it is not affected by the adverse conditions because it is finely tuned for this exact combat environment and programmed only to destroy. I'm going to roll a handguns check for the dolphin. <sighs> Just an unreal world we live in, huh? It missed. Oh. It missed? Yeah. For 
I mean, I believe so. 14 meters, ranged weapons. Yeah, to hit you at 14 meters, you would have had to get a 20. What? That's crazy. It's treated as a handgun. You know, that's a, Bro, that's a fairly... He, if it lands in the boat, I'm dragging it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you, you, you can grab it and try to reel the dolphin in by its is, own harpoon actually, gun. What is, what is the strength of this dolphin? Actually, it might drag me in. Oh. Good question. In a Rorschach moment where I'm, I'm, he's trapped in the ocean with me. It is a, <laughs> it is an eight foot long streamline. You know how some people have said that like the swimmer's body is the ideal bar, but like imagine Michael Phelps except shaped like a tube and it's all mm -hmm. smooth muscle. I don't like. Yep. Any get of a tug that. Of you that? never, no. you never say that string of words <laughs> ever <laughs> again. What? Someone Michael just clipped that. Phelps. I cannot <laughs> nightmare. Say. But in a tube. Do not, do not illustrate that. Do not give that image to visual, please, ever. Thank you, Richard. All right. Uh, moving on from that traumatic thought, Riz, it's your turn. You have no I'm targets shoot visible. The tubular Michael Phelps. All right, that's what I'm doing. I'm shooting at him as much as I can with my handgun. He's not you say tubular Michael Phelps, and I imagine him like surfing with this banana 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 in the background. That's the vision that you hope you have, but imagine what I'm thinking right now. Um, <laughs> this yeah, is the part where within... our Cyberpunk Red campaign goes full Cthulhu. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, he's not within range of my heavy weapon, so I yeah, I guess like I see that Jerax potentially is fighting with a dolphin, so I'm gonna shoot my handgun at it. <laughs> okay. Roll to shoot Question. the dolphin. Yes. Answer. If I may, um, the cable on the harpoon uh, mm -hmm. is it is it wire or is it um, rope? It would absolutely. I imagine it would be some sort of wire with a polymer coating to prevent you know corrosion in this environment. So a conductive substance. Good to know. Mm. Hmm. They designed it as a conductive substance. You know, if you dealt any damage like because again it has like a plastic coating on the outside you dealt any amount of damage to it and then it would be a conductive i would say so yeah i'm gonna shoot it <laughs> <laughs> all right roll to shoot the dolphin um... out of context you guys would sound like monsters <laughs> yeah in context yeah, we we're would. not great blah, blah. 17. Shoot. An excellent shot, but you needed a 20 to hit. This is... So, with my additional three luck that I'm going to put on top of it, you were saying that hits? Yeah, yeah, sure. You want to spend your, your luck right now? <laughs> that works for me. That's fine by me. Yeah, I'm going to uh, shoot the dolphin. Yeah, we want to shoot the dolphin. Go ahead and roll it. Oh, what do you mean roll? Damage. Oh, the damage. Um... Yeah, the good, the good roll. Oh, God. Aww. That is tragic. Yeah. Wait, wait. You're using like a light pistol or a, you're using a heavy, not a very heavy pistol, right? Uh, Yeah, heavy pistol. Okay. Good news. That has a fire rate of two, meaning your first shot glances harmlessly off of its cybernetic underneath its blubbery skin armor. Uh, but you get a second shot. Yeah. Wait, all handguns? No, very heavy pistols get one shot. Oh. But uh, you have to roll again to hit, though. So. Oh. Can I keep yeah. that 13, though, if I do hit? Yeah, you can keep that 13. Aww, it's got armor 11, thanks. so, you know, it'll only bounce. It'll deal, like, two points of damage. But it'll do damage. Boop. Oh, close, but no cigar. All right. 
the first shot like sparks as it bounces off the uh the dolphin's cybernetic plating the second one plunks into the water jerax it's your turn are we getting in okay. a tug of war with the dolphin yes tug of war time with the dolphin i've Ryan, I've, you cannot, I've weighed up you cannot slice down through the boat okay <laughs> just want to point that out what do you mean? You cannot do that. No, you cannot say all the dolphins right under us. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to do that. I, I'm I'm going to... Be really cool. allow it, Joe. It, it's time go. for the tug of war with the dolphin. <laughs> I want to grab onto the grappling hook it fired and make it regret the day it fired a grappling hook at me. Okay. Roll so, an athletics check at plus two. Assuming here's that the you're... concept. I'm going to, like, try and plant my feet against the, the boat <laughs> as I'm pulling this for extra leverage <laughs> to try and really like double army, you know? Okay. Every game has to have a fishing minigame. <laughs> Roll. So that's, that's my plan. Athletics is getting rolled. Yep, at plus two. <laughs> a 14! <laughs> oh, this thing's gonna be strong, isn't it? Robot dolphin man, like yeah. With <laughs> busted arms. Where is it getting this arm strength? It doesn't with, need one. With, this is not the one that's had its arms friction. disabled. Oh, okay. It's so and strong. Two, it just kicks its tubular Michael Phelps muscle mass <laughs> in the opposite direction to generate an incredible amount of force. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's even better because it's a terrible Photoshop. <laughs> Welcome to the dark future. Welcome to Red Sky City. Welcome. All right. Um, you can feel yourself yourself starting to lose. Like you're pulling and you're pulling, and it's absolutely just not budging at all whatsoever you didn't botch it and you can just let go so i'm not gonna have it get the chance to haul you back in which as, as much as i want to i just don't think that makes sense yeah i mean i can't really do much else can i have another go at it no you used your i'm gonna call that your action yeah. like there's yeah, no I'm... rate of fire two on the fishing <laughs> skill i'm finished then that's my turn Bracelet. we've got Two aerial vehicles, position, moving fast. And then the transmission dies out. And there's a crackle on the radio, and you get something else instead. And before we get DMCA'd, off in the distance, you see the shadow of two gyrocopters armed with machine guns on an intercept course and closing fast. Let's go ahead and take a break right here as uh, player three enters the scene. When we come back, it's our heroes still against two weaponized cybernetic dolphins, a bunch of unseen landmines, and now a mysterious third party who seems to have nefarious intentions. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy. Our heroes are battling the high seas, technological horrors, explosive devices, 
And now some strangers in gyrocopters are coming to ruin their day even further. Uh, in fact, adding to all of this, the storm is getting worse and worse. It's getting so bad that uh, we should probably try to wrap up the scene in 60 real-time minutes, or it'll be, you know, an <laughs> awful storm. So, to recap, you are on the good ship Peanut Butter and Banana Sandwich. You have taken slight damage. There is are two biological weapons in your close proximity, and an unknown... Oh my god, it got worse. <laughs> I, I feel like one of the greatest challenges of this episode is going to be conveying the horrors we're all beholding to our podcast audience. This is some eldritch god stuff going on right now, man. This is some nightmare. Yeah. Honestly, good luck writing the alt text on Twitter. <laughs> if you happen to be, if you happen to be listening to this podcast uh, after the fact on your your mobile device, let me just say that the horrors Joseph has unleashed will never be forgotten. <laughs> they are seared into our memories, and we will have nightmares forever. This is how mythology develops. <laughs> It's I'm true. pretty sure they're gonna discover this and think, oh, they yeah, they worshipped these weird amalgamations of dolphin, <laughs> man, and machinery in the year 2021. Hoob Felpius, the dolphin-headed <laughs> god of technology and violence, was a common deity in the year 2021. The origin of Tube Felpius's worship dates back. To... Anyways. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. All right. Let's, uh, Father Graceland, it is your turn. You have no locations on three mines. Two, you believe, are homing in on your vessel. One is homing in on a dolphin. It was a great trick, just like spinning is a great trick, to try to redirect that mine to attack the dolphin. The dolphin has countered by going underneath your boat. So, right. so yeah, so we've got three mines, we've got dolphins, we've got gyrocopters. I think it's time to throw caution to the wind. Uh, I'd like to pull bootleggers reverse, please. Mm, Ooh, nice. Turn around entirely. Okay. So I'll take C vehicle to check. There it is. 25. Okay, 25. So this. All right. I've always I've always liked this maneuver. It's not it's not quite the crazy Ivan, but you. What does it look like when you pull this off from... Go you were going backwards. You had the engine in reverse, and you pull yep. a bootlegger. What does it look like? Yep. There, there's this, this this moment where that feels like the engine... You, you could feel the entire boat shudder. It feels like the engine is going to seize. And then the entire boat just spins around. Um, there may or may not be jets on the side of the boat, which are pushing it uh, in the proper direction, because otherwise this would literally be physically impossible. Um and uh, the boat just spins around very suddenly. Um, I'm sure everybody has a moment of, uh, of uh, having to rebalance themselves. And then I'm going to move, and then I'm going to move again because I'm activating, because I just read my character sheet for the boat, and I've got a NOS canister aboard. So I'm going to move mm. twice to get... I, I realize I'm probably driving over other mines, and hopefully I'm moving away from the, the gyrocopters and not towards them. But we need to put some distance between us and everything before it gets worse. <clears throat> All right. You pull a complete reverse. I would like everybody except Father Graceland to roll an athletics check, please. Uh, 
Did my arms help me here? No. <laughs> Jonah. Oh. <laughs> Jonah's like still sitting down <laughs> in the co-pilot seat with the harness on. We. <laughs> Unfazed. All right, uh, Natalie, where are you at in the boat? So Natalie, like, Jonah was off the end of the boat taking the shot. Natalie mm-hmm. is, like, behind him just under what is still, like, covered. Okay, right. You you fall backwards. You, you stumble over and fall prone after this. But because of your positioning, uh, I don't get to get have you torn apart by robo-dolphins. You're inside the boat, which is where you want to be. Also, my landing is very soft because my life jacket is very thick. It's true. This was a sta- This is the benefit of establishing your facts early in the scene. You know, Chekhov's uh, poofy life jacket. All right. So you peel out in the opposite direction. And is there a skill related to navigation specifically? Um, wilderness survival, probably, which mm-hmm. I don't believe I have. All right. Okay, um, I, I was gonna up there. <laughs> uh, you know what? Roll it. Just, just, uh, just roll it. Yeah, this isn't gonna work, but it always could. Yeah, it didn't yeah. work. At, at the moment, I'm less worried about where we're going and more worried mm-hmm. about what we're getting away from. That's completely valid. The good news is that you sort of entered this space of bad things so you've got to imagine that you're not like in the middle you didn't get past all these mines and death dolphins and things to get to the heart of it so you're sort of in the shallow end that being said you're not focusing on retracing your exact steps and things get moved around by the ocean and stuff so you do in fact hear this and there's a plume of water as a mine goes off underneath your boat oh no you got pretty pretty good armor on this thing i do 25 so the armor is ablated by two points because these are armor piercing so you had 12 armor left so that's going to cost you 13 points of damage to the good ship okay that being said you immediately start putting distance between you and all the terrible awful things that are coming to kill you you said you double moved right Yep, yep, the NOS lets me move. But once per combat, I can move an extra move action. Okay, so that's 40 meters. Oh, that's 40 squares. Yes. Yeah, so you you essentially leave absolutely everybody... Get, Dolphin, get out here. Get, <laughs> get, 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 okay, there we go. Great, excellent. Thank you for your cooperation. You, you leave everybody absolutely in the dust. So 40, 40 squares in a straight line. Yep, welcome to the edge of the map. You Is absolutely... Is still attached? Go again? Isn't the dolphin attached to the grapple hook or no? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hmm. I thought it's you said you let go of it. He has the option to let go I of it. Mean, I, yes. I I never said I let go. Mm. <laughs> okay, Dolph Armgren <laughs> is now. What's the opposite of water skiing? Water dragging. 
Yeah. This thing's being pulled. Yeah. <laughs> Holding on for deal. I am going to have the uh, Dolph Armgren roll a athletics check to hold on because this boat okay, just okay. peeled off. Now, that said, all right, computer, what is the average weight of a, a non-cybernetically modified striped dolphin? 350 pounds. So this one probably is 400 pounds. Mm -hmm. So that's some pretty significant drag on all of this. Oh, that's actually tactically very, very important. The NOS is going to get you out of this for the time being, but if that dolphin stays attached, that drag could allow these gyrocopters to catch up with you. I have a plan. I, don't I need the dolphin, dragging that dolphin through any mines. There, there's a non-zero possibility. You, there was only one in your immediate path. You cleared that one, but this is still, uh, this is still possible. Okay, athletics check for the weaponized dolphin. Eighteen, barely enough to hold on. This is the dumbest thing I've ever imagined. This dolphin <laughs> clinging onto this thing. Like, normally it'd be over your head, right? Like, how does this even... <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah, something along those lines. Oh Alright, so the, the dolphin is now clinging to the underside of your ship, being dragged, and it's putting some serious strain. It gives a penalty to your maneuver check, which you already blew out of the water with a 25, so we're going to move on with our lives. Uh... I, so, I would, sh hmm, it's not my go, actually. All right, then. So, Never mind. all right, this weaponized dolphin has been left behind and is being targeted by a mine and is moving at half speed and is going to <laughs> just, uh, it's, now that its target is out of the way, it's just going to start swimming away from the mine, which is chasing it at ex its exact speed because it's a self-propelled mine. And so this... Are, this dolphin is flailing through the water with useless cybernetic arms dragging behind it while this mine beep, 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 <laughs> chases after it. Unless you guys do something to this dolphin, it's effectively removed from the scene. The, the one that was cyber EMP'd. Whether or not it lives or dies, you may never know, but it is not in a position to engage. That's so dark. It <laughs> might die, Goodbye, dolphin. it might live. Hey, you know, it's, it's not the oh. bright, shining future. Wait, are these gyrocopters that close? Well, they were a moment ago. The oh, storm covers see, a lot of visibility. Now they're so, another, oh, like, 40 meters behind. Jarax's plan was oh, to... Yeah, Jarax had a plan in his mind. He was like, okay, I'm going to find the tracking chip, however they're tracking us. And he was going to attach it to the grappling hook and then let it go. And how did they go after the dolphin? But if they could see us, then it just wouldn't work. I, th in this storm, you know, it, they have sensors. Probably they've got radar. You know, it's not like it's not Star Trek. You don't have sensors, but you got radar. Uh, sonar wouldn't work. So that's how they're tracking us, presumably. Well, that's how they can keep an eye on you in the short term. How they found mm. you in the long term is a great question. You're out at the fringes of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Yeah, you may be onto something. Um, but, again, the other thing is that Jay's ship may be able to evade them in this storm. The storm is going to make things really messy, so on and so forth. Okay. All right, but we'll get to that. First off, Natalie, it is your turn. What do you do? I still have all these mines around us, but we're booking it. Uh, is there anything I can do to help the captain, Father Graceland? How can I be of service? 
point to the sonar station? Ah, yes, Natalie Nobody hurries back manning. to the sonar station. Uh, I was manning that before. I assume I still know how to do stuff on that, right? Well, what skill do you want to apply to this? Basic um, tech, the way I sort of rule this is that there are some skills that are kind of applicable, like this will work, but it's not. Education is a good example. Education is sort of a catch-all for science, etc., for basic applications. So basic tech will get you part of the way there, but it won't go nearly as far as, again, I think electronic and security tech would work great. I think that uh, operate or sea vehicle tech would work great. Do you have anything else you can throw at this? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I understand evasions a little bit more about the act of evading, a little less about like plotting yeah. evasion, mm -hmm. but uh, if I could do pilot sea vehicle, um, I was kind of like learning this very process uh, at the captain's uh, right so, hand. So I feel like I, can, I don't vehicle. know how it works, but like I know mm. the important lights. <laughs> Pilot C vehicle would let you operate the vehicle and avoid the mines, but it's not going to help so much with detecting the mines. Okay, so then basic tech was your suggestion? Yeah, I'll allow basic tech here. Cool. Well, didn't help. That's a nine. <laughs> a lot of lights. They're blinking. Yeah. I look at Jonah for help. Jonah's like, <laughs> I'm not even allowed to touch that thing anymore. <laughs> I thought sonar was a fancy kind of toothbrush. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's okay, Jonah. You have a lot of excellent points otherwise. And very clean teeth. <laughs> what do you it's want true, Jonah to do on his turn? Uh, Jonah was standing on the back, um, he cannot use his harpoon, does he have to spend his whole time reeling in this harpoon now? The harpoon's like flailing behind the boat as it just goes <laughs> careening through the water, just yeah. skipping, you know. Uh, yeah, he well, has to use an action to recall the harpoon. He has not done that yet. Okay, then, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll recall the harpoon here, he doesn't want to whip around and hurt anybody. Yeah. You know, if fish still existed, this would be a really interesting way to fish. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, Fish do still gone? exist, Jonah. Hooray. They're just very deep down. <laughs> Alright. Uh, the weaponized dolphin that is being dragged behind. This is, again, what, like... I I have to use my brain to figure out what a, a cybernetic dolphin being dragged behind would actually do in this circumstance. Okay. Uh, here's what it's going to do. It is going to... It is going to make a perception check. 15. And it is going to make tactics check. Oh my god, it's so smart. <laughs> Perfect. It's so smart. Magnificent. How does okay. it roll the dice? The, uh... With his cyber arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, the you're not sure what exactly is going on, but the sonar is beeping a lot more than it was a moment ago. As this dolphin mm. continues to, it sort of does its best to streamline itself. You know, keep its cyber arms out of the way and avoid causing too much drag. Uh, or at least find a nice balance between causing drag and not getting ripped away from it. And it is going to... <laughs> Thank you, production. 
They eat whey and energy drinks. Uh, <laughs> and again, the dolphin does something, and suddenly your sonar is beeping a lot more than it was a moment ago. Have we tried talking with the dolphins? <laughs> what what, no what did you tell them? Impressive as Joseph's impression, but I'll keep going with it. <laughs> I have two ranks in language, dolphin. I know how to ask where the library is, and that's about it. <laughs> Are they Spanish? Are they Spanish <laughs> hey, look, you don't have to be Spanish to need to know where a library is. But you, you know, know you can ask for are universal. Tell me exactly. that was not in Spanish, Joseph. Tell me right biblioteca? now. Donde está la biblioteca? He speaks exactly. dolphin with a Spanish accent. Uh, Alright, so... A beer? A drink? I feel like I saw... Oh, brain? Cabeza? Isn't that head? Yes. What is in my head? Tequila and cheese and nothing more. Alright, uh, it is now your turn. Well, I feel very proud that I knew that Cabeza was head. So Miss uh, Frizz is feeling really good about herself right now. Um, is Jerak still in the potential of being thrown off the boat by holding onto your handgun, Bren? Or your your maybe uh, I I would be like probably straining and saying, please find how they're chasing us, please. Gosh. Okay. Um. Yeah, uh, just try not to fall off the boat, please. I gotta go look at something. And okay. uh, I'm gonna drop my heavy machinery gun. Because I've heard a lot of beeps, and beeps speak to Miss Frizz. So she's mm -hmm. gonna go look at the uh, sonar. All right. See what's going on. You can make an electronics and security check, or a basic tech check. Or, you know, if you're convincing enough, you can argue for something else. Mm, I would not like to argue for anything else because both of those are the highest checks that I have and they're the same. So, so electronics and security tech seem to be the most obvious for me. 18. Okay, you take a quick look and you realize that every single mine within several hundred, like within a, several hundred meters has been activated and is being manually targeted on your boat. Um... So, remember how I said there might be maybe more than one or two mines in the water? Mm -hmm. uh, I was right. Mm -hmm. They're they're definitely there in the water. They're close, mm. and they're coming at us. And I think that just, you know, from my powers of observation, that someone purposefully activated them. So, there's someone trying to kill us, and it's not the dolphins. It is the dolphins, but it's additional to the dolphins. Hmm. Can I do anything else besides my tech check, or is that my whole move? It's going to be the majority of your move. If there's any other information you want to glean from it or if you want to move around to the cabin, you're free to do so. I, I was just kind of hoping to hold on to, like, Jarex's body to, like, <laughs> add an, an additional, like, 130 pounds or whatever to, like, help <laughs> him not die. But if that's a whole other mm. action, then, you know, Jarex has to deal with it himself. All right. Just, uh, uh, I mean, my plan is for this hook to go over the edge now that you've told me that. Uh, there's no way I'm holding on to this. All right. Well, Jarex, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Yeah, I'm, the, the hook's gone. I'm sending it over the edge. I'm going to... Okay, well, it's getting let go, and I'm just going to try and... I don't know how the, the physics of this would work. Would I do I? <laughs> I'm just going to let go, then. All right. Raya doesn't <laughs> latch on to something. See, yeah. I was I was under the impression that it like hit the side of the ship and embedded in the side of the ship when it I missed. I thought it was still held on. Really... Uh, if, if it's it, embedded, if... I, I'll dislodge it. Okay, 
I think I wish I thought of it your way first because if I did, the sheer momentum of him like trying to drive off at Mach two with a four hundred pound cyber dolphin on the other end of it, like you would have been just plunked off of that, like <laughs> you would have been absolutely ripped yeah. into the water, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but it, it's too late. We're here now. I I feel like that would be backtracking too much. Hey, Brandon, so, yeah, don't it you is... have a, co a, a sword? I do have a I do have a sword. <laughs> huh. That's a great... Do you just shout that to me? Why? What are you doing? Yeah. Do you have a sword? Cut the oh, damn yeah. wire! Good point. Can I just attack it? Yeah, absolutely. You can cut through that. It's a mono katana. You know, it's the closest yeah. thing that this world has to a lightsaber, as far as you know. So, yes, it'll absolutely cut through the cable. I want to attack it. All right. Roll your damage. Swing. You, you cut through it. It snaps. It lashes through the air. It cuts across your cheek with the recoil of the force. It does no damage, but it leaves a cool, bloody, you know, line right underneath your scar eye. For later. Exactly. Like, How did you get that scar? Flashback. Thinks of the entire scene. <laughs> bar uh, it was a bar fight. <laughs> All right, what else does Jerax want to do? Uh, Jerax is, if possible, going to make, hmm, I think a basic tech check to, if it, if I'm allowed. I don't know if I've done all my moves. Have I done all my You've, moves? I will allow a check that's about figuring something out, but not a check that's about actively engaging it, with something, if that makes sense. It's just figuring it out. I want to figure mm -hmm. out, using my knowledge of technology, Mm -hmm. to see what would be feasible for somebody to track you in the middle of the ocean with no mm -hmm. internet. Like, it would okay. have to be some... What kind of tech exists? Satellite you know, trucks exist, but it's a helicopter. Mm. Okay, so if you're trying to figure out how you were tracked by the gyrocopters who probably belong to Carlisle, these are probably either the same ones or in the same vehicle pool as the guy who met you at the night market, then there's almost certainly a tracking device somewhere on the vessel. Now, said tracking device is unlikely to be part of the local defenses that you're encountering. These local defenses you're encountering have probably been sitting here for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And it is most, with a 19, it's most likely a coincidence that you stumbled into this <clears throat> and your pursuers caught up to you at the same time. So... Whatever's causing all these mines to target you is probably not the same as the thing that's letting these gyrocopters follow you. Right. I figured the mines were the dolphins, and they've just, over time, their society has evolved to understand how to manipulate the mines like some weird subsection of the avatar bending kind of law, where they grew up in one portion of the ocean, they have control over the mines, and now they, they're just sent it our way. So, yeah. Could be a ballistics bender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, explosives bender. Yeah. Um, I assumed that was the case. Um, but yeah, my, I, I'm, I'm finished. I'm going to... My next turn, I'll be... I would let everybody know as well that we are most likely being tracked by a tracking chip somewhere on the vessel. Right. The mines that have just been activated are going to... Now, here's the thing. The mines move fast, but the ship moves faster. So I'm not going to say that the mines get a free attack on you. I'm going to say that if the mines on this map are close enough, then on Father Graceland's turn, each of them is going to get a shot. 
but it's not a guarantee like the one that you hit earlier. Okay. Is it my turn? It is, in fact, your turn. They go at the top of the round. Oh my god. <gasps> That's a lot of mines. Oh my god. Um, did, uh, did the Frids uh, detect any further mine? You know, it doesn't matter because at this point, there really is nowhere to go but forward. So, um, you are at the um, like you're at the very edge of the minefield, essentially. If you can go a little further, you'll be clear of it. Yeah. Um. So, oh man, uh, they're gonna hit us whether we go. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going forward. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just do a single move, and I'm gonna hold. Uh, my. I'm gonna use whatever if I have to to uh, to. I you can't evade, but I to take whatever evasive maneuvers I can. Maneuver okay. around. Actually, um, yeah, I'm gonna try to move around this trash pile, the uh, trash pile to my to the left and down. That one. Yep. Try to get them. Okay. Out. Oh, that's right. I can do that, can I? Try to get them through. Um, try, try to get you know past them so the mines will have to pass it to get to us. Okay. Two of the mines are gonna reach close enough to you that they are going to go off. This doesn't okay. mean that they automatically hit you. It does mean that they're essentially going to attack you. And this maneuver is going to determine whether or not you're caught in the blast. The other okay. three are more caging you in rather than automatically hitting you. So yeah. I'm going to have you roll for this maneuver to juke around the trash pile. OK. Ah, <sighs> nervous. Twenty-four. Um. Yep. And you know what? Because uh, I'm pretty sure two more mines will take us out. I'm gonna throw my last two points of luck into it. Twenty-six. Oh. Nice. Good call. <laughs> I will <laughs> First mine. 17. Plus 14? Oh my God. Second mine, 16. <gasps> Why did you this? peel You're out? You're doing terrible rolls, too. <laughs> the not... ship... I know. I rolled awful. I rolled awful right there. The ship, like, cuts deep in the water as the engine just roars, and everybody, if you were at the front of the ship, you'd get catapulted into the air and go flying off. And then it, it all, there's this spray of hot steam and this pressure wave that hits the whole ship. Everyone's eardrums rumble as two water spouts go up and you juke around the edge of the explosion. Cool. Um, cool. For reference, where are we in relation mm -hmm. to the storm? To the storm? Uh, you're I know still it's kind, kind of all around of... us, but where's the center of it? Where, where's mm -hmm. it heavier? What ah, direction? The... You know what? I'm going to leave this up to the whims of fate. One. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. That way. Oh, where are we going? Excellent. Yeah. Like, let the record show. I rolled for that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to move everybody, including Natalie. Don't worry. You won't be left behind. Don't leave me in the water. <laughs> Just suddenly, you know, <laughs> the server glitches and then she falls in the water. Guys, yeah, I've been playing Valheim too. 
All right, so there are still three mines tracking you, but you've set a garbage pile between you and them. Will that do it for Father Graceland? Yeah, that's all he can do. Okay. Uh, he's working hard. Ooh. All right. Oh, you cut the wall. If you hadn't cut the line, there's a chance the last uh, dolphin might have been swung into those mines. But <laughs> oh, you know. One risk versus another. The reason they got such a high bonus is because the dolphin was tracking for them. Yeah, Natalie! Yeah, using its sonar. Exactly. Natalie, it's your turn. All right, Natalie. You're going to contribute this time. It's not going to be on the computer. It's going to be with the... Gr oh, how close are the helicopters? Uh, they sort of... They would have double moved on their turn, but you also double moved. Mm -hmm. So they are effectively where they are on the map. Okay. So I, I, I can't hit. Moved. I had to say it. Mm -hmm. But you double moved the round before and they had just barely arrived. So, I'm going to put them here. I do need to, meters away. I do need to add them to the initiative count, however. So on their turn, they peel out and they arrive here. So, on the ship, we have the assumption that they're Carlisle copters, but we don't know for sure yet, or we don't even have that assumption? Uh, that information is not yet available. Okay, what I would like to do is uh, take out my agent and use maximum photo zoom and use bureaucracy to determine who might have sent these copters after us based on <laughs> aircraft model, any visible signage, if they have OSHA compliant stickers. Okay. Enhance. Enhance! <laughs> Roll bureaucracy. bureaucracy! 31! Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, so I was gonna absolutely throw penalties at you for using your agent's phone for being on the... the deck of a ship that's flying around all over the place for being in the middle of a storm. But, you know, you're, I guess your time in the mailroom prepared you for this moment. I'm not exactly sure how. Zoom. You get that exact perfect shot. You did do a stint. There was a, a period where Continental was trying to get an intern to do their social media instead of, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, you picked up a few things about SEO at the time. So, at, all right. Yeah, great. This, these are unmarked military issue, high quality, they've got underslung guns on them. This screams like PMC. This screams uh, corporate plausible deniability, government funding. Uh, what are the, they have like guns underneath? Are they Gatling guns? Are they like yeah. rockets? Yeah, they're, they're uh, machine guns underneath. Great. And how many people are in these copters? Two each. Can we see? Yeah, it's a standard loadout to uh, pilot, gunner, or pilot and co-pilot. Do they have doors, or is it like a mail truck kind of situation? <laughs> uh, is there any art? Let's see, cyber... Uh, I'm going to say they have doors, unless there's like a, a classic piece of art with no doors on it. Right, it's not one of those like Call of Duty, like, flinging open. Mm -hmm. It probably looks a lot like... Um... Like what you know, you know the the oh god, I'm gonna get old though. The old uh, GI Joe Cobra copters. All right, I'm not gonna pull that up because of copyright, but I am absolutely gonna look that up. You can't download a copter. Uh, cool. I, <laughs> I don't know what else I can milk out of this role, but uh, there's any other. Oh right, yeah, so they have cockpits. Like they do close, but they're not you know great. It's not like the huge metal doors on a military copter. It's like this little. <laughs> yeah, they're like Cobra fangs. Maybe with two seats instead of one. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see what you're talking about. It's a collectible. Yeah. 
Oh, that's not. I just googled Cobra Fangs. Um, yeah, if there's anything else I can do based off that, uh, but I want to pass that information on to everybody on the ship. Um, yeah. Looks like there's about four guys following us. They're military helicopters. I, I don't know who they're working for, but we got to be prepared for them bringing everything possible to bear on this situation. I haven't picked out a... I never thought I'd need this, but... Corpus attack! <laughs> All right, uh, having ID'd these, or at least as best you can. You know what? You got a you got a critical success on this. Uh, you these models are popular in the UK and in oh. the Eurozone. I was like, oh, okay, so I, I definitely am just like standing there musing now, like regurgitating every bit of information I would have. And you guys are all in a very tense situation. I'm like, wow, that's crazy that they would be out here because we are definitely way out in the Pacific, and that's a UK model. It would be traveling pretty far. It would have to be some UK-based organization. I'm staring at Jerax, who I guess just let go of the grappling hook. Oh, I cut that off with my katana. Oh, yes. I'm like, yeah, sorry about this, guys. You know, it's family, family troubles, family feud. I'm gonna have to, you know, have to sort this out. Some trouble back home. May have, may have stole a couple of corporate secrets. I think it might have something to do with that. I, I, I'm not too entirely sure that. Made a lot of enemies when I left. I'm surprised they went this far, to be honest with you. This is very far. About the opposite side of the world, far. Those corporate secrets, would you be willing to discuss those with me as well? No. What are your thoughts well, on... Good luck with them. the helicopters, Jerex. <laughs> can, can we shoot them? Is that okay? If I kill your uncle or a niece, I don't oh, know. Oh, you can shoot them. Yeah, oh. I do not care what happens to them at all. Um, you can absolutely shoot them. I, I, like, mean, I, I, I mean, I have some to... family members that I don't really care for, but I wouldn't murder them. So, you know, I just wanted to make sure it was fun. I don't think I don't they're know. family. I think they're enemies of my family. I think this is some oh. ancient feud shit. They're like, you know, crime family goes way back. Probably some medieval stuff, honestly. They probably like stole some land from them at some point. Um, some peasants were probably involved. I don't. I don't really know. Wow, talk um, about holding on to a grudge. I mean, damn. yeah. I mean, it's it's tradition. It's UK <laughs> tradition. It's like yeah, it happens for some reason. I don't. Just can't let go of the past. Unfortunately, that's why I moved to America. You know, the American dream and all that. It's just never thought I'd be here, being chased by dolphins and landmines. What a rude awakening that was for you, huh? Yeah. This is and just like an American tale. So how easy is it to uh, get to Japan from here? Well, that'd be a question for your navigator. And while I figure that out, what is Jonah going to do? <clears throat> um, man, Jonah can't hit any of the helicopters, so he's going to take a shot at one of the mines that are still tracking us, right? There's three of them? Yes. My inventing. Cool. Uh, the closest one that he can hit that will not destroy the boat with its explosive radius. Is the one that that right now, I think, is all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're outside the explosive radius of all of them at the moment, and there's a garbage patch between you and them. Also, Japan is 4,200 miles away. That's doable. So, like, doable? It's, like, achievable. <laughs> <laughs> going to Japan, boys. Let's do it. Pretty sure we don't have the food for that. We could salvage. Uh, mahi, we'll eat mahi. the dolphin. 
Rachel, yeah. we're on the same wavelength right now. <laughs> Never tried dolphin sushi. I don't know if that's even the right term for that. I don't think you would eat dolphin as sushi. You would eat it like mm. cooked. Mm -hmm. so, suddenly, suddenly, this third season takes just a complete left turn. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. We move to Japan, show. open a bathhouse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it becomes like a harem anime. Yeah. <laughs> wait, right. wait, 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 wait. Which one of us is Tenchi? <gasps> oh, that's gotta be, be Jerex. He hates everybody. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be Sasami. I'm gonna be a spaceship. I, I mean, know. if I can, yeah, if I, if we can get get a, a, a cute stuffed animal that turns into a into a spaceship, we'd be rocking yes. right now. <laughs> how, how many documents of notes am I gonna have to delete, and how many seasons am I gonna have to watch in order to support this process? <laughs> Did you understand that Rachel and I legitimately pulled out real characters from the anime immediately? Like we knew they exactly did. what you gotta do. The name of the spaceship Absolutely. is Rio Oki. <laughs> Could we yeah. go from island to island, even trash islands, salvaging our way to Japan? <laughs> How... Only trash if we end up in Nippon. <laughs> All right, so one, I'm going to let Jonah shoot at this goddamn sea naval mine. <laughs> and That's two, ha you should have this conversation with Father Graceland, who one, this is kind of like when your ride share is like, oh yeah, this person <laughs> wants two miles, and then they change their destination to the next county over. <laughs> yeah. uh, and two, the, again, the feasibility of this project would be best left to the seafaring nomad. That was a mm -hmm. very good role. That was an excellent That's... role. Which one was Jonah shooting at? Jonah. Jonah was shooting at the one he has the best angle on. This okay. one? I'm trying to click behind all the... Well, assuming that he can move around a little bit on the ship, that's a 22-meter shot, which is not beyond the pale possibility. No, that's a hit. Well, 46 if he's using a heavy, very heavy pistol. Would you jump away from me, button? Twelve. Oh, that's not great. Not, yeah, no. not the best. There's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. It does not explode. Oh. Unlucky. I mean, these things were designed. You know, what do you do when you encounter a naval mine? You try to blow it up. So these things are designed to explode under specific circumstances. They can still be busted open, but no joy. All right, mm -hmm. uh, guys. Dolphin is being outpaced it's going to do its best to keep pace it already fired its only torpedo it's just going to double move and try to keep killing you with with uh, naval mines which you can outrun now that you're sort of clear of them the frizz what would you like to do so you know i feel like with the uh recorded youtube video that i had downloaded on my memory chip that i mm -hmm. they would have explained to me how the range works on this heavy machinery Mm -hmm. How far can I shoot reliably? All right, so define reliably. It has Good. a maximum effective targeting range of 800 meters. Oh, Holy yeah. Smokes. That's very far. I would say that this 124 meters is way less than 800 meters. So I'm going to shoot the gun at that uh, okay. giant helicopter. You only need to get a 20 in order to pull this off. <laughs> and I have three remaining this is doable. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it was doable. Yeah, you know, it was, but I did it, no. So It was theoretically possible. Yeah. All right, that was shot two from the railgun. Mm -hmm. No joy. Jerax, it is your turn. Your warnings have gone unheeded. 
Yeah, I'm gonna start searching for this tracking chip. If I was my my family's arch nemesis organization crime family trying to hunt me down, maybe it is my family. I actually I don't even know the context of why they're chasing me. I have so many enemies. I'm just so popular. Uh, <laughs> uh, where would I place a tracking chip? Hmm. I'm gonna start like running around the ship, looking on the outside for anything that looks like a tracking ship. Uh, tracking chip. Okay. What skill would, would you like to use sense. for this search? Uh, perception. Okay. Or if you allow it, an interface check to check for local hardware devices. Mm. Interface would allow you to detect a active network infrastructure, mm. but for something that's not hooked up, you'd want electronics and security check tech. That'd be your best way to like signal uh, scan for it. I don't have that. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Well, yeah, I've got nothing. Um, I'll do perception. All right. I know roughly what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. All right. Well, you have absolutely confirmed there are no tracking devices on the hull of the ship. In fact, with a 29 on that, as you crest over a wave, you glance down with your, you know, incredibly trained vision at the water and you download a copy of the reflection of the waves and analyze it against the known hull patterns and any barnacles that have been picked up. You <laughs> confirm there are no tracking devices on the exterior hull of this vessel. Okay. So it's, it's on the ship. Okay, I would let everybody know uh, there's no tracking devices on the outskirts of the ship, on the hull. But it might be internally it could also be somewhere around us what about that be... bin you guys picked up is it bin? on that thing that giant container that we've been carrying around oh no there's what? no way no no way no or anything way. you picked up at the night market or natalie was close enough to that uh that that guy at the night market he probably could have slipped something on her Natalie ah, starts, like, touching her hair <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> like... on your turn we'll let you take a roll for that uh all right top of the round the mines are going to close in, then Father Graceland, then the gyrocopters, and we move on with the order from there. This mine is going to, it has enough movement to get to you, but it has to pass through one, two, three, four squares of garbage. Ew. Oh yeah, it explodes. But as it explodes, it blows up some of the garbage. Is there any food in it? Sure, Jerex, eat up. <laughs> Might need fish? it for our trip. <laughs> yeah, to any Japan. shrimp, krill that like kind of explode out. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just, uh, oh wow, that one explodes also. Nice. Okay. Yeah, krill, just krill, fly all over the place. It's a cornucopia of krill for no adequately explained <laughs> reason. <laughs> I use my baleen to sift the krill. <laughs> I don't think any of you have opted for the Cyber Baleen option. Hey, you don't know. That I will mean, you probably do know. <laughs> be in Black Chrome, though. Uh, we're, 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 saving that. we're saving that for Ocean Chrome. Mm, perfect. <laughs> Salty Chrome. Yep, this one also explodes while passing through this garbage patch, blowing it up slightly, leaving only two mines in hot pursuit, and then there's this sad one over here, but, you know, it's, it's sad all the way over here. The coast is very nearly clear. Father Graceland, what would you like to do? Okay. Um, we're going to move into the storm. All right. Roll a pilot sea vehicles check simply to navigate the perils and hazards of the storm and avoid any mishaps. 
Oh my god! Holy smokes. There we go. This is my major in college, was, was uh, storm piloting mm. when I went to nomad school. You go to one of those colleges where they offer like a pirate credential, if you get all the right, yeah. all the right classes. Yeah. yeah. Right before I entered the seminary. <laughs> Hell yeah. Alright, he's, he's shredding the gnar on the inside of these waves, doing things you are not supposed to do with a ship. You're always supposed to go directly into it, but if you know the exact right angle and you can read the waves right, you can cut along the surfaces between them. And so not only is Father Graceland navigating without peril, but also putting these gigantic towering waves between your vessel and your pursuers. It's going to be really hard for them to track you with sonar or visual while you, could, while you keep this up and use the storm to your advantage. Yep, also wind. Wind bad. Yeah, wind bad. Oh, I'm going to roll two checks for them as they attempt to just double move towards you. They are still tracking you somehow. But they're they're keeping pace, but they are not as good at this as you are. So I'm just, again, we're sort of in an abstract territory right now. But mm -hmm. they are doing their best to keep pace. But if you keep up and you can get rid of the tracking device, you should be able to lose them. Or cause them to wipe out, either way. Natalie, it's your turn. What do you do? Uh, Natalie recalls that one of the things we purchased to take on the ship exploration with us was a jammer. Would that jammer work in a way? Because none of us can use our communication devices anyway. Would that stop the communication of the tracking device? There's a very good chance that it would. Uh, Natalie, like, re remembers the jammer all of a sudden, so she's like, mm -hmm. ah, ah, and she pulls it out, and she just, like... <laughs> <laughs> looks at Father Graceland and goes, is this going to mess with the boat? And he, he glances over and says, uh, wave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Natalie braces herself and activates the jammer. All right. As the jammer goes off, the sonar system goes berserk. Uh oh. We couldn't comprehend it anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> what does Jonah do? Uh, well, Jonah's gonna rush over to the sonar system and report that it's mm. going berserk. Can he identify the way in which it's going berserk? Are there, like, a lot of dots, no dots, more it, dots? This It's just sort of sending nonsense. There's all sorts of random signal patterns going off right now. Mm, but he's a human and he's specialized unusable. in recognizing patterns. He can't. There's no, like, nobody's trying to send us a message with that, right? This is just the jammer messing up the sonar thing. It happened exactly when you started, when you fired up the jammer. All right. So he's going to let that one go. And, uh, yeah, we're going to, uh, Jonah's going to use this perception to see how the helicopters are reacting, if at all. Like, mm. if they're going to slowly Holy. start to lose us or drift off. Roll perception check. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. All right. They seem okay. to have lost their direct signal. They are now scanning with sonar and just visual scanning, and they're being absolutely outmaneuvered by Father Graceland. If you can keep this... Now, as soon as you turn off the jammer, they'll probably have access again. But as long as you keep this up, you're, wi you're winning the evasion war. That's well, if Jonah's communicating... Out. Yeah, that they're peeling off or they're losing us, then I'm going to keep the jammer on. Mm -hmm. 
right. Weaponized Dolphin is going to try its best to keep pace, but it can only barely keep pace with you. Although, it is really good at what it does. Uh, yeah, it's just going to try to give chase for the time being. The Frizz, what would you like to do? So, I know I'm the person that should be looking at the tech. I'm aware of that. I know that I could probably find this uh, tracking device with relative ease. But I also just spent 120 EXP on heavy machinery, and there's a <laughs> helicopter coming at me. I really want to hit it, so I'm going to shoot at it again. Fire three, go for it. It's in about roughly the same Aww. range bracket. Boom. Okay, sorry. Rolls. That's actually super unlucky. I had to get yeah. that anger out. I'm good. Oh, your your anger at bad pseudo RNG is valid. Um, <laughs> in that in that split moment of clarity, though, when I fire this, and mm. I'm like, man, I should have looked for the tracker. Well, I get like a ping in my head, being like, the tracker could be an X. <laughs> well, roll a basic tech check. Could I have cake, but also eat cake? Eat it? You know me. <laughs> <laughs> Just possibly. All right, so you notice oh the sonar God. system popping off, and the signal jammer shouldn't be scrambling those frequencies. Okay. Jerex, it's your turn. Yep, gonna go for another round of searching for the tracking chip. Where are you looking? Um, this time in under the seats, um, mm -hmm. in any sort of like nooks and crannies in the inside the boat, given that the hull was a no-go. Um, so yeah, anywhere where somebody could have snuck onto the bar, oh, well, never mind. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a seven. <laughs> what shocking revelation does Jerax come to as he peers underneath the boat, the seats of the ship, Jay? Maybe moving around a boat uh, when it's 30 feet in the air because it's surfing over a giant wave is not the best idea. I'll just whack my head on the seat. <laughs> Like go to look underneath, <laughs> whack my head. Very, like this, the the cage that you put over the top of it isn't that high, and for a brief moment, Jerax is pinned to it as you go down. <laughs> All right, uh, these mines are not as close as they appear because you floored it last turn. So, uh, Father Graceland, they are losing their ability to track you. That being said, you gotta find this. You can either leave the jammer on, you know, until you die, or you can find mm -hmm. it. Now, the rules don't say how long the jammer has to go, but the problem is your sonar is not functioning. You're going completely off of, like, eyeballs right now, which is not an ideal situation. Now, you no. are really good at this, but it's still not long-term ideal. What do you want to do? Okay. Um, You're still heading away actually... from the storm. Go ahead. Shout anything about about the sonar. Did you? Me? No, Frizz is the one who oh. was like, wait a minute, that's oh. weird. Um, uh, well, I didn't notice anything. I think I rolled a nat one. So I, I, I took No, 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 on like your I basic didn't... tech check, you did well. On your basic tech check, you realized that it is, you, you got a 16 on that. Oh. And you wow, realized. Even a nat one is still good. <laughs> you, you realize it's weird that the sonar would be popping off like this. Oh. Then yeah, I definitely would have like uh, mentioned that. I would mm -hmm. I would 
I mean, that's the whole reason why I said, do I notice anything that happens even after the, I use the... Sorry, I, I might have failed to communicate that through. No, this, I, I just took because I saw that I rolled a one, that that meant that, mm. like, I failed. But, okay, ah. cool. Fun fact, uh, Cyberpunk Red doesn't do critical failures like that. Hmm. Nope. It just means you rolled really low. You didn't, so you Okay. Um, someone check the electronics. And I'm going to keep piloting and try to get away from, you know, angling away from, uh, I keep going the direction I'm going because uh, that seems mm. to be working. All right. Give me another pilot sea vehicles check. And then give me a local expert check. If you have, like, a local expert for the sea. <laughs> All right. Yeah, oh. Well, okay, I got, I got good. Lost. I got good news and I got bad news. The good news is you're still absolutely keeping pace. The bad news is that I had a, a tasty bit of useful information that I was going to share with you that I am not going to share with you. That's fair. Mm. You see, you've lost visual on one of the gyrocopters. You're not sure what happened to it. You may have just escaped it. It may have gone down. It may have lost, taken on too much altitude. You're not sure, but you've lost visual on one of them. Yeah. Given that I, I'm piloting a speedboat in the middle of a storm in, in, in an ocean full of trash that may or may not be mined, I'm actually, the gyrocopters are actually the least of my worries. That's valid. All right, Natalie, it's your turn. What do you do? Well, going to keep that jammer going. Um... We just keep moving away from those helicopters. There's not too much else I can do. My pistol wouldn't even reach far enough to them, right? Yeah, and you don't see any more. The mines seem to be farther behind. You might be outside of the minefield. Yeah, outside of the minefield, no dolphins nearby. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I'm going to lend my abilities to kind of surveying the area still. So if there's like a break in the clouds ahead that I can help point out or like a mm -hmm. break in the garbage patches... Cool. Um, We're going to call this a complimentary skill check. So roll perception. Ooh. Yeah, you're going to... Since the sonar is down, you're providing lookout, and you are helping with pieces of information where, uh, obviously, Father Graceland is still using his eyeballs, but he's using a lot of instinct as well. And so having a second pair of eyeballs is helping out. You're going to add to his next check. Cool, cool. And what about Jonah? Uh, Jonah stands a little bit taller than Natalie, so I don't know if he can see any further, but it doesn't look like there's any threats that he can be useful for. There's nothing he can do to help himself recover HP points, like Correct. maximum there's chill. It's not like a, a hatch I can batten down or something, is there? Yeah. That, he that's can... more maybe a deck to swab. You know, hey, at this point, there probably is water to be bailed. Or that's definitely something he would do. Bucket. He likes to clean. <laughs> uh, yeah, and because uh, I also want him to add to the lookout check, because he's going to copy Natalie and all things. He's too. not going to be able to do the same thing with the same skill. He'd have to do something different. Or yeah, he's going to roll. If well, you can beat a I, twenty, I'll do it. What I what I'd like Jonah to focus on is the helicopters. That I've explained to him mm. that they're like PMC helicopters, and that they're probably four higher. He might have a sense of the tactics that hired people okay. would use as opposed to you know people who care about their own lives and money versus like the corporation mm -hmm. like natalie would throw her life away for that 14. 
Great. All right. Yeah. No, the, I think that is useful. He's going to, you know, based on their, their flight patterns and their training and their combat capabilities, if we can stick to the worst parts of here, here, and here, we should be able to avoid them. He's going to provide useful information on avoiding them while you just help on navigating. That is good. Uh, and actually, no minus two on that because his wound was stabilized by uh, Dr. Ashwater. All right, the Frizz, it is your turn. You have one shot left in the cannon, in the railgun, if you want to use it, or you can look for the tracker. Your call. Why'd you have to say that there was only one shot left, man? Like, I just tell it's my job as the GM to tell you about your surroundings. I'm going to look for the tracker. No, I would, I would say if you, I mean, I would take the shot. The tracker can wait. I mean, there was a moment hit... where I like sigh and I look and I see Jerax's face just go. You got it. Like I and I get reinvigorated with this surge of possibility of hope. I'm gonna shoot. God. <laughs> I need to roll a fifteen. A twenty total. God. I uh. I kick something. I kick the boat and I stub my toe. I'm very upset right. right now. So she fires all four of your railgun ammo and then kicks the boat and then gets a stubbed toe. All right. That's fair. <laughs> very exciting ending. Jax, it's your turn. What do you do? All right. I'm searching in the sonar system for this tracking device. If it's going funny, mm -hmm. then there's something wrong here. All right. I'm, I'm going to. I'm. Uh, yeah. Now, again, perception will let you see stuff, but it may not be. It's it's again like the most basic applicable skill here. You got anything I was else? Use basic tech to mm -hmm. take off the front casing or at least the bottom casing, mm -hmm. and peer like just peer around inside to see if there's anything that's being applied to the system. All right, roll it. Basic tech. A sixteen. All right, you get down there. You pry off the water. You know, waterproof thing that's designed to keep it safe from storms and such <laughs> you notice actually as you pry it off it's recently been opened huh i'm gonna and say I very casually in the middle of the storm so you uh you had any uh had any work done recently father on the uh, on the old sonar system it's like water pouring in <laughs> <laughs> thought you were gonna offer me your services as a as a bio sculptor uh not really my thing. No. No, 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 no. The, so the sonar, the sonar. <laughs> well, no. Hmm. Someone's, uh, someone's been tampering with your, uh, with your car, your water car. Yeah. Oh my god. Your water car? Yeah. No I, boats in I, the UK. Have a fiddle inside and see what's going on. All right. As you. Pry open the panel, you almost immediately notice a carbon fiber scarab Ooh. attached to the inner workings. It, one of its little appendages is a screwdriver, and the rest it seems to have implanted itself into the sonar system. Implanted itself? Yeah. It's, it's unplugged things and then plugged it into itself and spliced the wires into itself instead. Okay, well, I, fa I found you a problem. You, there's, I don't know what, this thing's got a mind of its own. I don't know what, you've got like a live animal in here. It's unplugged stuff. 
it's very yeah would i know what this is yeah uh okay this is a small drone this is a a drone it's a carbon fiber outer shell and it is probably it was probably remote controlled upon immediate deployment and mm. it is hijacking the sonar system interposing itself as part of the sonar system and using that sonar system to send out a sonar pulse that can be traced from long distances. Hmm. How, how do I disable this? I, can I on my turn, or is it another? Well, I mean, you could crush it in your cybernetic hand. It would. Don't you dare! It would destroy the cy like the sonar, but it could be repaired. You know, it's just like sort of tearing out wires. Hmm. I'll. Um... Do it. Don't. I, I, I want it. Oh my! <laughs> oh my God! Uh. <laughs> Got a little frizz yeah. on one shoulder, little Natalie on the other. I'll I'll, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm I'll, I'll be like I found the problem. This might be might be a, might be a problem for you, Frizz, and then I'm gonna like hold the waterproof panel against it so that mm -hmm. no water gets in and wait oh, for Miss okay. Frizz to come over here to deal with it. All right, uh, Father Graceland, what would you like to do? Steady, stay the course. Any new course of action with this additional information? Um. I'm going to shut down the sonar entirely now that uh, I okay. assume that GRX is buttering this so that even if the jammer yep. is mm. off or turns off one of the batteries, it will no longer be able to send up also. Click. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, stay in the course. All right. Roll another uh, pilot C vehicle check with a plus two because of tactics and perception helping to give you the uh, lay of the land. Uh, 24? Yeah, 24. Great. Yeah, these these guys are no match for you. These are not nomad pilots. These are you know some corpo PMC folk. They're good at their job, but this is your natural environment. Also, can't yeah, be operate like these are little gyrocopters. They can't be operating out here by themselves, right? These are yeah, just gotta be a, a landing boat. Yeah, these are just starfighters. They shouldn't be out this far on their own. <laughs> All right. As long as there's no small moons. Exactly. Uh, cool. Then I'm going to give everyone a chance to do something. Otherwise, we're going to go straight to the Frizz, Natalie, and Jonah. Anything on your on your case? Nope, just looking out. If we can do anything that would add to any other roles or the continued piloting of the ship, uh, I would do those things. All right. Then uh, let's go to the Frizz. What would you like to do? I want to take this scarab and put it in my backpack and study it and use it for my own nefarious reasons. Or okay. good. Well-intentioned reasons. Roll an electronics and security check to extract it without. Oh, I'm gonna flip so many tables. I'm gonna flip everything. Oh. All right, kids. Oh. As you can see, if we just attach this part from the. <laughs> this is why I turned the sonar off. Yep. That, uh, that would have been a nice little pile of electrical damage, but instead the thing just smolders and fuses to itself, turning the entire inside cabinet into a mass of metal and molten rubber. Uh, Man! And it starts a small fire. I, no! I blame oh, Jay no! Gray. Jay Gray, you <laughs> said that our rolls were so good that there was something wrong with roll 20 and the gods heard you. <laughs> I, I accept responsibility and, and offer my sincerest apologies. Thank you. All right. Now, here. here's what I will say. Because the power is off, this is not technically an electrical fire, which means you do not need the fire extinguisher 
which would have been hilarious, but I, <laughs> I don't think it makes sense for this to be an electrical fire. It's beautiful. Come back around. It's so beautiful. <laughs> All right. With that done, the sonar da system has sustained damage that will need to be repaired. It's non-operational, but you are able to got out of the defense perimeter. These death dolphins are trained to like patrol a very specific area, this one minefield. You were able to clear out of that. The gyrocopters are not able to track you, and you are, aside from having no sonar system, which is significantly dangerous, you are home free. Now, under normal circumstances, I would say thank you, everyone, for watching. This has been episode one of phase three. Thank you. Jay, for joining us. Awesome to have you back on the show. Uh, but before we do that, is Derek's going to try to talk everybody into going straight to Japan? If we can. I don't think there's much talking to do. We're all in. Except the yeah. guy who is... I... Listen, for some reason, my backpack is full of these snack packs. We have enough <laughs> cheese and bologna to last us at least a week and a half. Right? Abra Kibble. Uh... For Joe's sake, I will say that I am planting the seed in everyone's head, but we shall be in Night City for potentially six episodes. <laughs> because otherwise, I know Joe is going to have to rewrite oh, like, so much stuff. Legit, I, I can pivot us to Japan. I can pivot us to Japan. I just don't think it's fair to the speedboat that has like no yeah. fuel, yeah. you know, all yeah. that stuff. This is this yeah. is not a please for the love of God don't derail me. This is a in-game question. No, no. Father Greystone is going to look at Natalie and say, "Don't you have to be at work in the morning?" <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, you, you can see the conflict kind of like play out on her face because on one side there's like sushi and anime husbands, and on the other <laughs> side there's there's her whole career. And honestly, oh, <laughs> like, mm. wait, I'll, I'll make it easy for you, kids. If you want to go to Japan, that's a separate contract, one you haven't paid for. This boat doesn't have the resources to make it that far. We're going to run out of gas before we, we'll be lucky if we have enough gas to make it to Night City at this point. All right. We'll, we'll work it out, I think. But the, you want to go the to seed Japan, is planted. We can talk about it. <laughs> we have business with Arasaka. Natalie turns around and she grabs Jonah's hand and she grabs Jarak's hand and she looks very intensely in Miss Frizz's face and says, Let's make a pact right now. <laughs> That, when this is all over, we're going to Japan. Or even while it's still going. Or while it's still going! Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. You should never have she... done the show now. You got four weebs in the call, Joe. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. Let's do it. <laughs> she forces all the hands together. <laughs> Jim Fingers was the only one holding us back. And now he's gone. <laughs> Yeah, we just designed a new logo and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will go ahead and leave it there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us for our premiere of Phase 3 of Red Sky City. I will now actually thank Jay Gray for coming back. Awesome to have you on the show. Uh, we're loving Cyberpunk Red, having a ton of fun with it. And uh, thank you to production. Thank you to Uberchain for the new art. Thank you for the nightmarish uh, robo-dolphin imagery that will haunt me. <laughs> I die to both of you. Tube. And with that, we wish everyone adieu. <laughs>